to the latest and greatest episode of the As Yet Untitled podcast. Although, I think we secretly have a name, we're just not really yeah, telling you name. about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Sam Harrison, and I'm going to go left to right in introducing people, as I always do. First up, we've got Alex. Hello. And Alison. Hey. And Andre. I'm really happy to be on Steamed Ham's radio. <laughs> It'll always be relevant, always. <laughs> I just saw a new I don't one. And Erica. Hi. And Pat. Hello. <laughs> so uh after that always awkward intro, which I think at some point we should work on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, January Mini Direct from Nintendo, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Nintendo for the rest of the year. Um, so we're not an exclusively Nintendo podcast, um, <laughs> and I think that we can prove that by talking about what we've been playing. Um, so uh, I'm going to go right to left from this one, so Pat. Yeah, um, <clears throat> so I've... Uh... There's a couple of things that I want to mention briefly that I've been playing. Um, the first one is uh, this week marked the launch of the Overwatch League, um, which I haven't been able to shut up about to everyone that I <laughs> talk about games with because it's really, really, really good. Um, I'm not like a huge... I watch... Uh, yeah, the app is great. I watch uh, the International every year, but um, I don't uh, I don't really follow esports outside of that. I don't know a lot of casters. I don't know a ton of player names except the really famous ones. But... Uh, I've always kind of wanted to try to find one that I could stick with and really get into, um, and the Overwatch League has been great for that. Uh, they just have they have franchise teams that are tied to cities. Um, there's like tons of like you can you can buy the team's jerseys, you can buy in-game skins that support the teams, which is really cool. Um, and uh, it just is a lot has been a lot of fun to follow. I've watched uh, every game that that they've streamed this week, and it's really high quality play too. So there's some really cool. Fun to fun to watch matches, um, and they do a really good job with the commentary team of kind of covering it and explaining uh, why things work the way they do. And it's a lot easier to follow than something like Counter Strike, where it's just a bunch of like tracer rounds going across the map, hitting things. And this one's got tracer, more mobile like tracer abilities. Rounds? Not, uh, not tracer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's led to me playing a lot more Overwatch too, um, which has been fun to kind of see stuff that professionals do and try to um, understand the game on a bit deeper level because I always just kind of you know picked soldier ran in shot people and then died uh, <laughs> and or played diva and did the same thing so um, trying to play more strategically has been a lot of fun kind of opened up I, I get excuse me some of the depth in that game now uh, the other thing I'm going to say super briefly just as something you should people should take a look at um, I've been playing through the cube escape games. Uh, which are puzzly adventure room escape games. Um, they're all available for free on uh, iPhone and Android. I, I'm playing them on iPad. You can also play them online as Flash games, and uh, I think they're all in Flash online. Um, they're really, 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 really cool 
sort of surreal horror room escape things. Um, I heard about them from a Rock Paper Shotgun article that my girlfriend sent me about one of their like premium games that they charge like two dollars for instead of offer for free, because uh, <clears throat> uh, they have these games they call Rusty Lake Hotel, Rusty Lake Roots, because um, the developer that makes them is named Rusty Lake. Uh, but they're really cool games. They're kind of obtuse sometimes, but they do a lot of really fun stuff that plays with your expectations of what, uh, like kind of like a click hunt puzzles type game to do. Um, and they also, I don't want to be too hyperbolic and oversell it, but the first two games, uh, Cube Escape Seasons and Cube Escape The Lake, uh, The Lake does something that I've never seen a game do before in a really cool way. Uh, it asks you to reference the material that um, is kind of out there, and I was like, whoa, this is really cool. So I highly recommend those if you haven't tried them out. They're free and everywhere. Awesome. Uh, what's everyone's, who's everyone's Overwatch main? Uh, Diva. Oh. Uh, I've been really enjoying watching Black Widow pro play, like just like little clips I've seen. Like pro Black Widows are ridiculous, but uh, I kind of I don't know if I really have a main. I really like May. I like just sniping people with that icicle. Feels mm -hmm. real good. I'm all, uh, about that. I'm all about that Lucio man. Mm. Lucio's I'm, good. He's like my secondary. If if uh, I'm in a team where nobody's picked a healer and everybody's like, yeah. "Come on, somebody be support," and then I'm like, "Okay, I'll be Lucio." <laughs> yeah, like if like it, it kind of depends on the mode it is. Because if I'm playing like uh, like capture the capture point or King of the Hill one, uh, I like to play Winston because like knocking people around on the point is fun and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I haven't played in a long time, but I was really into Zenyatta when I was. Nice. I didn't hear yeah, a single... Zen has the coolest skin in the game. I didn't hear a single Bastion, <laughs> so that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, I main Diva, and uh, yeah, Zenyatta is my number two. I definitely main Diva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diva's, Diva's the best. Yep. Yeah. Especially the rework they did on her like now like a year ago or whatever, but... Yeah, um, that was pretty solid. I haven't played it too much in the past year, but in, I, that rework was pretty solid. Her missiles yeah, are a lot of fun to use, and they feel like they like give. There's a they feel like they, they add more skill to playing her. I think. Mm -hmm. I haven't played since before Doomfist came out, so I should probably get back on that. Same, same. Uh, so, Erica, what have you been playing this week? Yeah, I've been playing Destiny with Sam, or I'm trying to, but I've been wait, having wait. some Destiny De or Destiny. Destiny oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I've been playing with Sam and my husband, and we've been trying to play. They've been having no trouble, but my computer doesn't like the game very much. Um, I've been having maybe five times the load time that they've been having, which hasn't been great. But, you know, I, I've also I haven't updated my drivers in a really long time, so I spent some time doing that today, and it's been better. We'll see if it's playable, but we'll see. Fingers know. crossed. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. It, the shooting in that's really fun. I mean, that's why you go to Destiny, is for good shooting, and it holds up, for sure. Like, it's what people say about it is true. Um, but other than that, I've been playing um, a game called Goragoa. Yeah. Um, oh, I've been wanting to play that. Yeah. Me too. I finished it this morning. 
it's like I mean I I played it in two sittings, but like it's kind of like a game you could play in one and took maybe ninety minutes to two hours. Um it's kind of hard to describe if you don't know what it looks like. It's like it's like a two by two grid and you have these little like vignette sort of things in the grids and you shuffle through them and like it, it's puzzly hold on my cat i'm sorry <laughs> that cat wow i love that cat <laughs> i do too mm-hmm. <laughs> he only does that when we are not looking at him and of course my husband is not actively looking at him so and neither am i so <laughs> 20 years old and very angry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so Gorgoa is, like, it's really cool. It's not a perfect game, though. My god, I'm gonna kill him. Hold on. (laughs) I'm not gonna kill him. That was a joke. (laughs) I was about to say how cool the RSPCA, but that's that's in England. It's probably a long journey to get there. I think... Gorgoa is on Switch, PC, and iOS? Yes, it is. Yeah. I played it on PC. It's 15 on Steam, which, I mean, you know, spend your money how you want to, but I think that's, like, a little steep um, for what it I is. I bought the iPad version, and it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well. a very good iPad game. That's where uh, I'd like to play it. Yeah, yeah, I would probably recommend it for that. I mean, I didn't actually play it there, but I would assume it's good there. Um, but yeah, like it's, there's like these a two by two, uh, grid and you just shuffle things around and try to find how to make the puzzle work. You're trying to collect fruit. Um, you, you're like, you're like this, you, you're trying to help this boy who's getting kind of like an offering, I guess, for this dragon god monster thing. And <laughs> Uh, you're collecting these fruits for him, and that's just the whole game, essentially. It's just you get all the fruit. Um, but I don't think it's perfect. I, I'm, it's like the the puzzles, in order to find the the solutions to the puzzles, you kind of have to work to understand the tropes. And so I feel like the first few fruits, like maybe the first three fruits or so, you kind of just happen upon them accidentally. You're not really figuring anything out. And that's not really what I want from my puzzle adventure games. I want to feel like I'm like the smartest person ever. Like I look at all this great thing, the things that I'm able to do. But like, I don't feel like the first half of that game gave me that. I felt like from the like the fourth fruit, fourth and fifth fruit, and then like the end game is kind of where I started feeling like, okay, maybe there's something to this, but the beginning is a little rough. Seems obtuse. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it's it's still cool. It's it's all hand drawn and it's really beautiful. Yeah. And you know, uh, it, I think it's I think it's worth checking out, if especially if you can get it for less than fifteen dollars. Um, but and then okay. I was also sorry, go. What were you gonna oh. say? Sorry, real quickly, I played it for about an hour, I got three out of three or four fruit, and uh, I just felt like I'd seen everything the game had to offer. Yeah. And I've never touched it again. Yeah. Like, it's, you're not, 
you're not missing a ton. Like, I mean, if if you want to, there's one more fruit <laughs> if you really feel like you want to, but it's not. Whatever. But the other game I was playing, I started it today. It was actually the Rusty, one of the Rusty Lake games. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, this is Rusty Lake Paradise, which I didn't mm-hmm. know up until just now that it's series. <laughs> but um, that game's that game's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like. I think it was like three dollars on Steam. Um, the voice acting is horrendous. It is atrocious. <laughs> yeah. But there's not that much voice acting in it, so it's okay. But um, you cut. You play as like this guy who just got called back to his home or you know property his family owns, which is just a little island, and um, the island is being like. It's experiencing the 10 plagues of Egypt, like the biblical 10 plagues. Um, So you play through each of the plagues and you're just trying to find these boxes and then you move on to like the next plague and you're just back at the beginning of the same island and there's just new things to go through. It's very, it's kind of like a, like a machinarium type game. Um, Very macabre though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely much gloomier and gross and like there's even some things for me were like a little uh, but there's a puzzle solution in one of the the cube escape games which is kind of tied into that series even though there's not super cohesive links between them where you have to look in a mirror and then you realize that you're picasso and you have to cut your ear off yeah with <laughs> a knife they to must place have made it a... in a dish <laughs> as like what? a one of the puzzle solutions. One of the, uh, this is a small spoiler, it's not important, but um, one of the plagues um, is lice. And uh, at some point you have to cut your, or your, your blind sister cuts your uncle's hair because he has lice and accidentally cuts his ear off. So I guess that was a little <laughs> reference to that too. <laughs> theme of their games. <laughs> and then you feed yeah. the ear to a Venus flytrap. So <laughs> Well, in one of the Rusty Lake games, you have to make meals out of hotel tenants to feed them to other hotel tenants who are oh, all God. anthropomorphic animals. It's, def- it's a dark series for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. I'm five out of presumably ten plagues through. Um but yeah, I don't know. It was cool. that's their newest game. I think. I think it just yeah, came out. Like it came out like two in the last ago. couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't even realize it was all the way out. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything about it, and like Xavier, my husband, and I were uh, kind of just looking through Steam, trying to find something to play. And I was like, "Buy this. This looks good." And we just bought it, and that was it. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, Andre, what you been playing? Um. So I've played two uh, unreleased games uh, in open betas on the PlayStation Store and presumably other stores. I know one of them is on Xbox. I don't know about the first one I'm going to talk about. Uh, Dissidia, Final Fantasy Dissidia NT. Uh, it's a three-on-three three 3D fighting game. Uh, so it's, I guess it's a 9D fighting game. I don't know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Three people on each team. Uh, the beta only has um, cutscenes from the story and then online play. Uh, and I guess you can play against some AI. But <clears throat> And there's like a training mode so you can learn how to play. I don't think that game is very good. 
mm-hmm. as yeah. like mechanically, um, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, when the first Dissidia came out, I remember being like super excited. I don't think I ever actually played it. That happens with me a lot. I get excited about a thing <laughs> and then I don't like see it or play it or whatever. Um, like I really like the idea and the concept um, of like the 3D arena and like using powers and stuff to fly around and fight. It reminds me of the uh, Dragon Ball Z, like Budokai and Tenkaichi games from the PS2, but just it doesn't feel very good. Um, the it's like a forced three v three, so you have to have like two other teammates, which is fine, but I don't know. It just takes away from like the epic feel that I think I want. Yeah, and that's too because, bad. Yeah, you can't like go into like crazy cinematic moves because everyone is. Uh, you know, fighting. You, you, there's summons and stuff uh, that I still didn't figure out how to work uh, even after playing. And also, uh, ties count as losses for both sides, which is weird. Huh. That is weird. Yeah. Like, it's a beta, so, like, whatever. I don't care if I lose, but, <clears throat> like, both sides lose. Like, there's no, like, sudden death or anything, which is strange. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to pass weird. on that game when it comes out, um, which I think is at the end of this month. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if you've if you like Final Fantasy a lot, maybe check it out. But it's definitely not mechanically what I want. But there's a lot of fan service and stuff. And if you want to see Lightning and Noctis hang out and kill stuff, I guess sure go for it. Um, <clears throat> the other game I've been playing, uh, I've been super excited about, is uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, and that game. Server problems aside, there are a lot of server problems with this beta, uh, getting dropped from matches, uh, getting kicked out of lobbies, uh, things like that. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> and, uh, it's. I was really worried about how difficult it would be, um, just because I've not played a one of like the Marvel vs. Capcom type or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three on three type with like assists and stuff. And also, I've never been very good at like the Arc Systems anime fighters, like Blaze Blue. I cannot play uh, Persona Four Arena. Uh, I really liked, but I was not good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many moves and combos, and it's very complicated to uh, do the stuff. But in Dragon Ball Fighter Z, name is ridiculous. Uh, the basically, you've got like a. Uh, one button combos on everything, just like mash light attack on square or X on Xbox. Uh, triangle is your medium. You mash that, you get another combo and circle is your heavy. You mash that, you get another combo or you do light, medium, heavy. And that's another combo. Um, and you can combo that off of like your uh, basic, like dragon punch moves that do like, you know, you do like a flying kick thing and uppercut kick or whatever. Uh, so it makes it really easy to at least jump in. So the skill floor is really low. I never feel like I'm like, ah, I can't do this one move. Uh, it's mainly just figuring out how to chain things together. And even that's pretty easy because you just like mash square that suddenly you've launched them into the sky. So it's really easy to do cool stuff. Um, meter, like you constantly building and burning meter because that's what people in Dragon Ball Z do. Uh uh, they're constantly powering up and then like shooting giant energy blasts and trans like teleporting behind people. So I think it captures the uh, the uh, kind of the spirit of Dragon Ball in a two D game uh, really well. And 
I look forward to that game finally coming out and whenever they finally get the server stuff patched up. <laughs> so I'm not getting dropped in the middle of matches. Because even like even if I'm losing, I'm usually having fun. Unless I'm getting like stomped. But being able to get into like an actual training mode and like figure out the technical stuff, I think will help with that because we'll finally figure out how to get out of a corner. Because I haven't figured that out in this game yet. Yeah, that but it's really cool. That game seems super Dragon Ball. I saw a, a clip that you posted earlier where yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you and the guy fighting back and forth and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, just you guys were just charging at each other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was like if you hit square and X at the same time, uh, you'll start to charge up your meter and like you're locked into it for like a second or like three quarters of a second or something. Uh, but the weird thing is. Like, I wasn't trying to do that there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, fat fingering it on like a game pad. So I'm like, I'm starting to think, I, oh, if I really want to get into a, so I need to get a fight stick. So I'm not like accidentally teleporting when I don't want to, or I'm not charging up when I don't want to. But that clip was really cool because I had, I had charged up exactly enough meter to do the counter that I do in that video to like, mm-hmm. cause he does his level three and I counter it with my level three and like teleport through his and like beat him up, which like felt so satisfying. But I was like, if you look at my meter in that clip, I have like, just like a little bit more than what I need. And so I go down to like basically nothing after that move. So it yeah. felt so good. That's pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's one, what I've been playing. I have one question about Dragon Ball Z Fighters, and it's yes. an extremely important one. Um, so I'm assuming that the versus mode is going to be ranked. There is a casual and a ranked. In the rank, is your rank referred to as your power level, <laughs> and is 9,000 where it starts or where it ends? Uh, I, I believe it. Uh, your uh, what is it called? I think it's just a ranking. They don't do. I don't think they do power level. Uh, I could be wrong. Do not buy official the, uh, stuff. <laughs> One out of the, five. It's 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 beta. Um, the servers <laughs> are beta. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping. I, I haven't touched the rank stuff because I well one it's a beta. Two, uh, the servers are fucked. So like, if I'm getting dropped in the middle of matches, like, there's no point. But I mean, genuinely, I, 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 I see. I see your point. I see your point. At nine thousand, I think they fucked up. But they could at least peak at nine thousand. Oh yeah. That's, well, no, or because. But, but like Goku gets over nine thousand in like the second, the second like major combat encounter. That that's where like come on. So it starts he, at nine thousand. That's what we're saying. I, I mean, the that's farmer right. is like. I think the farmers. His power level is nine, I think, uh, and so it's one thousand farmers. So maybe they should just <laughs> do it. collectively our power level. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So it's like horsepower yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but farmers, exactly. But they they left nine thousand in the dust so long ago. Like we're it's like nine thousand to the nth degree at this point. I don't even know. I'm I'm really excited to uh actually another thing is I was worried about like oh I don't like 
I like to do like rushdown type characters like uh, Cami or uh, in Street Fighter Five or Jury. I don't like range characters really in fighting games. Um, so I just like to be up in people's faces, um, not zoning people. And you can basically do that with every character in this game, which is cool. Like some of them have more like ranged abilities and stuff, but Dragon Ball Z is very physically or you know hand to hand based so they everyone has the ability to get up close and do cool stuff <laughs> awesome. yeah uh, uh, crack and open a cold one with the boys and girls yeah <laughs> i'm drinking a piston head for those of you who are audio listeners and um, it is a fantastic lager beer uh, made by the brutal brewing company very good. Um, hey, hey, you can't say that. You can't say hey, that. Hey, We're hey. not sponsored. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> it really is sweet green. Um, you can't say that either. <laughs> uh, I also drank a B17, which is a Swedish. <laughs> Welcome to the beer cast. So much shilling. Yeah. It's our resident Englishman. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, exactly. we, want, we want to do a podcast about beer. We can do a podcast about beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one more comment that. HQ Trivia, it came out on Android like right before the new year. So I think, yeah, it's been out since we last spoke, but, um, <clears throat> or before we last spoke, but it's really annoying because since I'm in Japan, like, all the games are at like 5 a.m. or 11 a.m. when I'm mm-hmm. at work or asleep. Mm-hmm. So like I can only play like once a week on like Saturday at like 11, but then I'll be like playing another game and then I'll like miss the notification. I'm like, ah, and then Scott's ah. not hosting anyway. So you wonder why you even cared. Exactly. What's the point well, really I, with that, Scott? I want that money. Look, guys, uh, don't, don't talk smack about my uh, beautiful friend, Emma Tattenbaum Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll follow her on Instagram. She's lovely. I'm sure they're all <laughs> lovely people. Just they're not Scott. <laughs> no, who is? Who among us is Scott? Except Scott. Exactly. Speaking of lovely people, Allison, what have you been playing this week? Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. I, wow. I appreciate that. Are you, saying, are you saying I'm not lovely? <laughs> so, Allison, what have you been playing? Um, I, I haven't been able to play that much this week. I've been busy at work. And then when I come home, I've been watching a lot of AGDQ, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. Uh, so, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I haven't watched as much of this as I normally do when these uh, speedrun marathons come out, but it's been there have been some pretty good ones that have been really enjoyable. Um, for the most part, I've been kind of continuing on with my uh, zero escape, zero time dilemma play. I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm kind of not sure what I'm doing, so I'm going through every choice that I didn't make and making it again. So it's a lot of. Uh, does not taking this antidote to this poison matter for this for a, a certain ending? I don't know. So I have to watch these characters die, which is not really terribly fun. But um, I'm hoping to finish that within the next week or so. So I'll be able to talk about other games. But actually, uh, yesterday I just bought. I picked up um, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Cool. So I've only played a. About a couple of hours of it, so barely enough to get through any kind of tutorial. Um, considering this is one of those very big JRPGs where it's, uh, it, I feel like I'm going to still be even ten hours, and they'll be like, "Oh, here's how you do this basic thing." Um, Twenty, thirty, <laughs> maybe no, forty. 
knowing these types of games. So I, I can't really speak to it uh, yet, but I like the world so far. I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, that's one of the, my favorite things about... Uh, I only The only Xenoblade game I played was uh, X on the Wii U, and I liked it. But my one weird little complaint about that game was that the UI was really annoying, mostly because there was just so much text on your screen that yeah. it was almost... Imp- I, like I have a decent sized TV, but not a huge one, and I could barely read the text on on while playing that game, which was not great. But I, I loved the big open worlds and just kind of exploring this world. So I'm I'm hoping that I can get that fixed with uh, with two on Switch. So I've liked it so far, and I'm excited to get more into it. Well, now it's on the Switch, so you can just have it this close to your face and read everything. (laughs) Yes. Well, it seems so far from what I've played that they they don't have, like, hmm, we're going to have the entire right of the screen be very small text that you should probably read and that I can't read on my TV. So (laughs) I'm excited to give it a shot. I had that issue with uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. When it came mm. out, like all the items you pick up, the text is just minuscule, and even on like a decent TV, you just can barely read it. Yeah, and it's not like I, I have an okay TV. It's not huge, but it's it's normal size. Yeah. I don't have bad eyes. Yeah, My eyes are fine, but I'm just like staring at it, going, "What am I supposed to do with this?" <laughs> and then you look you look it up on on online, and you're, everybody's like, "Yep, this is a problem. No, there's no way to size up this text." Sorry. So, yeah. Hopefully, someone will start. It seems like it's gotten better, but I think so. I think so. I think people figured out. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people have started to get to that point where they prefer UIs that aren't completely obstructive. Like that's kind of a narrative of people talking about games as has gone to okay. Let's have a UI that's not completely blocking my view of the game or that you have to stare at without looking at the pretty scenery. Instead, you're looking at the mini-map. So I feel like hopefully hopefully more games are going to be uh, designed in that way where uh, you can actually see what's going on. <laughs> um, I, uh, I want to know what you think about the voice acting. Um, who's played I, it, like, about it. I like your attitude. They're all I, like Welsh. Yeah. I was, which is interesting. I was not expecting them all to have have an accent, um, and then I, uh, I, I don't mind it actually. I think it's kind of I, I have a good. It's kind of weirdly charming, just that they all have this kind of a Welsh accent. I, I'll, I'll, I'll see how it gets uh, further into the game, but I don't, I don't mind it, it so like, far. I saw all the complaints about it, and I was like, guys, this is what like. This is what English people think when they watch Fargo. <laughs> that's not what people talk like. Okay, um, that's what are you saying, eh? <laughs> so I live in Minnesota, where the TV show is set, and uh, nobody speaks that with that kind of an accent in the cities. Just FYI, <laughs> because everybody's Carrying like, "Oh, that's a, load here. That's a Minnesota, Minnesota accent." I'm like, "No, I live in Minneapolis, and that's not what we talk like North here." Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, uh, uh, can we come back to me real quick? Because I forgot. I have a story I want to tell you guys. Sure. Sure. So I was on vacation for like three weeks, and uh, I got sick like partway through. So I spent a lot of time at home, not doing anything. 
except playing video games. And I was playing a lot of uh, Yakuza Kiwami. <clears throat> so on mm, Tuesday or something, I get a call from my uh, manager and he's like, oh, he's asking me questions. And then he's like, yeah, so just wanted to call and say we've got uh, some complaints from like people in your apartment about like really loud Japanese coming from your apartment. And I'm like, I don't speak Japanese in my apartment, really. I, if I'm speaking it, I'm like at work or that's where I'm studying mainly. And he's like, well, is there anything like Skyping people or, oh, I, cause it, it's Yakuza. It's 100%. <laughs> because there are parts where people just yell out like Konnichiwa, uh, which is what is reportedly uh, said uh, or what re- was reportedly complained about to uh, the apartment people uh, so apparently I got in trouble for playing Yakuza too loud in my apartment and uh, it's lucky that that's all that, that that like the greeting stuff was all that they complained about but that was a uh, like oh okay got to Start wearing headphones or something when I play. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's that. But yeah, the um, the accents in Xenoblade Two, it's really funny because it's like it's all of these different English like locale accents. So like Rex um, has like a Scottish accent, mm-hmm. um, but like also uh, one of the characters has a Yorkshire accent, and it's really cool. Because, like, I literally never hear anything but stereotypical London or, like, accentless home counties accent. And it's very, very fun to hear more than one type of accent in a game. Yeah. Bring it back to Nino Kuni. Yeah, yeah Mr. Drippy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Drippy is Welsh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I actually um, spent a semester in London when I was in college. So I, I watched a lot of British TV and uh, met a lot of people who had different British accents. So I know a lot of people in, in the U.S. don't really have that, don't really know the difference between a lot of those accents. But I kind of, I, I, at least I hope that I can distinguish some of them, or at least I'm not tripped up by the rogue uh, Welsh accent or like a northerner northern england accent it's newcastle i think is one of the hard ones like even i have a bit of trouble like that clip i sent you guys earlier in the week with the newcastle reality tv show oh yes i was like yeah one day i kidnapped my own mom it's like okay okay fine (laughs) (laughs) but uh let's keep this on the actual topic of video games uh alex what you been playing oh man i have a list so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you check it twice? I have oh, checked January, it right? several times, but don't worry. It's a bunch of small things. Um, so I've been playing a decent amount, but I've also been watching a decent amount, just like uh, Pat there. So in terms of stuff I've been watching, um, so for streams, I've been watching about six hours of Yakuza 0 from this stream called Zupa Dupa. It's some, <laughs> it's, it's some guy in New York, and he has a wife, <laughs> he has a wife named Emily or something like that. Oh, please. <laughs> that's, that's my stream. <laughs> yeah, that, that is Erica and her husband's stream, and I've been watching them play some Yakuza 0, and there's been some antics in that game, yeah. um, which is great. I, I love it. Uh, also, recently on YouTube, been watching Video Game Donkey, who I've never been familiar with before, but... Yeah, big fan. He's great. He's he's generally really positive with all, everything he does, and he's just like got the most absurd sense of humor, which I'm super into. Like, he has... Uh, yeah. 
sorry, I was just going to say he has the pizza video, which I randomly ran into, and I was like, what is even going on? It's like, uh, I watched a lot of his League of Legends videos mm-hmm. back when I was playing League of Legends. Uh, he eventually got banned for using some, some choice language in the uh, chat. Uh, but yeah, his, his humor was really good uh, and really funny videos. So I, I would suggest checking out his League of Legends videos if uh, you are at least somewhat familiar with League of Legends. Totally. I would really recommend the Getting Over It video. I've watched that at least three times. It makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, that one's really great too. But yeah, no, uh, wasn't previously familiar with Dunky and I think he's great. I'm going to keep watching him. Um, Also been randomly watching You Don't Know Gaming, which I've been subscribed to for like three or four years and they're great. So if you're not familiar with it, it's basically gaming trivia. It's gaming history. It's like weird Easter eggs. It's just stuff you wouldn't normally find about games, like even popular games. And it's just really, really cool. So You Don't Know Gaming. Uh, Totally recommend that. In terms of stuff I've been playing, though, uh, a bunch of a lot of small stuff. So a lot of demos and such on the Switch. So for demos, I've been doing Octopath Traveler, Pick a Picks, and Dragon Quest Builders. So Octopath Traveler was actually pretty neat. It was a way longer demo than I thought it would be. It was like two and a half, three hours. And it's okay. really, yeah, it's it's wow. visually striking. It's pretty beautiful, but I don't know if I'm super in love with the gameplay or the writing. Like, I find it really boring. Yeah, like I think the game, like the enemies when you're hitting them and stuff like that, like even if you're doing it the proper way where you do multiple attacks and hit their weaknesses so they get kind of dazed for a second, sometimes the enemies still have like a zillion health. So even like simple encounters take way too long. Um, The Uh, writing is okay. Like I played through the dancers uh, campaign because there's two you can play. Uh, I played the lady and like it tried, it seemed like it was trying to be like, oh, we're handling. sexual assault in kind of a mature way but it kind of came across really heavily heavy-handed so Mm. i don't know i'll i probably will try the full game um but i have hesitations uh pick a picks Uh, the other one oh sorry andre you were gonna say uh, i believe they said that they were like taking feedback based on what people said about like that was that was like an alpha or like a beta release maybe like a beta release they're like here's kind of what we're working at and then got that feedback and they're adjusting things based on what people have said, I believe is what they said. Cool. But I'm, I can't be 100% sure on that. Awesome. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing where it goes then. Uh, should say the voice acting was actually pretty good. Uh, anyways, I uh, played pick a picks, which is basically like a way more complicated Picross. Uh, if you played Picross before, you know, you just have one color, but pick a picks, you can have like a palette of colors. So you could potentially have like five or six colors. Which makes it more complicated, because usually if you're playing Picross and you see a 1, you know there's going to be a space beside either of them. But if you see black 1 and then red 1, those those could be right next to each other. There could be a space between them. So it, it makes it more complicated. Um, it's good. It's there's fun. A, sorry. Sorry, there's, there's a free uh, multiple-color Picross game on, I, on mobile devices called Cat Picross. Uh, I've played that. It is good. Yeah, I was going to say, my other half uh, played it obsessively for about a year. And uh, it has like 17 different books of puzzles. And she was like, I'm going to stop as soon as I finish the 17th book. That's when I'll stop. I'll stop <laughs> playing. And then you finish the 17th one and it unlocks an unlimited book of every daily puzzle they've ever given. Oh my and God. And there was like 2,000 extra puzzles. She was like, I'm uninstalling the game now. Yeah, there was, a, there was a good point where I was playing that for about a year too, where I was playing that. I played uh, through ev- pretty much every puzzle like at least once if not 
more. That was that was a good game. Uh, Hungry Cat Picross. It's on iOS and Android, and it's very good. That's cool and addicting. Yeah, I'm totally free. Cool, but yeah, um, for pick a picks, it's good. It's fun. It's Picross. But one problem I ran into is if you're playing it on Switch with uh, like on your TV, if you get to the really big grids like 25 by 25, 30 by 30, the numbers get like impossible to read. Mm, <laughs> like that's if, rough. Yeah, if you have like let's say like 10 different numbers that are lined up there, like you can barely read them. So that's a big problem. It's, it's fine on handheld mode, but yeah, on a TV, I just found it unreadable. So did they kind of just assume that most people are going to be playing this on handheld? So they didn't really so. optimize it for, I think so. Cause it has, it TV has obvious, uh, it has obvious touchscreen interface, even on the, the TV version. Yeah. So yeah. I well, it's meant to be played on NVIDIA's 65 inch 4k, 120 yeah. Hertz gaming monitor. Of course. Yeah, or the wall from, TV, uh, if you know. Yeah, from CES. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why Nvidia says the way it's meant to be played. They're referring yeah, yeah. to Picapix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the flagship. It, it, the colors look just—they really pop <laughs> on that monitor. You get to see this pixel art Santa, and it looks baller. All right. Um, so I did Dragon Quest Builders. Played probably about an hour of that. Uh, it's Minecraft. Uh, if you've played Dragon Quest Builders, it's exactly the same as it was before, but it's on Switch. And I think it's a great platform for it, so nothing much to say there. Uh, off of it. Switch... Sorry. Sorry, I'm just saying I love it. Oh, yeah, that's great. Really. Yeah, totally, it's great. Um, off of Switch on the computer and everything like that, I've been playing, going through the older Rampa games, because I finished V3 uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, man, I played those, but I barely remember the the moment-to-moment stuff, so... Going back, I'm about six hours into Danganronpa 1, which is Trigger Happy Havoc. That game is great. I still really like it. The, I think the characters and everything, the writing got better as it went along, but the first one is still a really good uh, template for the rest of the series. But yeah, worth playing. Um, I jumped into VR chat for about an hour because <laughs> I was curious because, you know, it's kind of been the zeitgeist boy. and... I don't know, man. Like, you can play it without a, a VR headset. Okay. I don't have one. Uh, you can play it in desktop mode. And that thing is just chaos. <laughs> like, it's chaos in a lot of good ways, but man, there's a lot of bad chaos in there, too. So I recommend what was, going in. What but... was the best avatar you saw? Um, worst, or best and worst. Best worst, I don't know. I, th- I don't know if I would say it was the best avatar, but the best part was when you were seeing people who were obviously in VR because you could tell mm. the people who were on desktop because they're just like static avatar models moving like robots and then just like picking stuff up like that. But you would see people in their avatars, like doing dancing and stuff like that. And like, just like wiggling around and stuff like, like just really dumb stuff. And I saw like this really buff Hatsune Miku, like, <laughs> with like I think it was the rocks face or something like that. And he was just <laughs> dancing and like bartending, and he's just—it was great. That was probably the best. <laughs> so I, I think there's a bar like that. Had play, play, <laughs> with the rock's face before. <laughs> it was beautiful. I should have taken a video. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's none. Oh, but man, I, the main event. I've been kind of teasing this one to you guys the whole week in the chat. There's this one game I really need to talk about, and. I don't recommend it to anyone alive. That's that's my that's my that's the first thing I have to say. My friend randomly decided to gift me a game called A Dump in the Dark, which is a Steam game. Uh, it's one dollar, I believe, on Steam, and I think it's early access. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I didn't really look enough to find out. 
So <laughs> basic, the basic premise is that you play as an anthropomorphic butt and your, your main way to interact with the world is just moving around and jumping and then varying intensities of pooping. Oh God. Oh dear. <laughs> so Go you on. have, you have projectile pooping, you have like diarrhea that's kind of dribbly and like, yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> but the thing about the game is that it's also like a moody horror game with really crazy character design. Like it, if you've ever played Xenoclash, like it reminds me of kind of those grotesque, weird characters. And like the game starts with you shooting Hitler and then all the people around him turning in, like their eyes start glowing and staring at you. And like, it's just bizarre. But it's also so what you're really, saying is play the game. It's really bad. I don't recommend playing that game. Steam says mostly positive on their reviews. <laughs> wow. Well. Also, I, I need to read this blurb from the, from the Steam page. Please do. <clears throat> your cheeks will quiver in fear oh, as no. ghastly ghouls accost your rear. You will gape in horror as you God. face the dark. Only your rump can guide you. <laughs> yeah that's about accurate yeah I, I pulled up the steam page for this too and I'm looking at these screenshots and when you first said the title this is the opposite of what I assumed this game would be <laughs> Yep. because <laughs> I assumed it was going to be one of those uh, like really jokey like can you get to the bathroom in time type of games but then this is not what I expected no it's actually it's like a, off right now. Yeah, it, it's like a grotesque horror game where like you'll you'll push around this really fat character who's just like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And like, you're pushing around with your poop. And then he, he like goes into this giant fan and like explodes into a bunch of jibs. Jeez. <laughs> I really appreciate their dedication to their aesthetic in their writing on the steam page. <laughs> The quaking in your bowels means that something foul is near. The time has come to cleanse the darkness inside you. In a tale that transcends time and space, past and present will meld into a torrid flow of fear. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, I played like an hour of that. My, my friend and I were chatting together. We were just like, she's just like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It's oh your cheeks. Were your cheeks trembling in delight? Kinda. <laughs> For moments. <laughs> Anyways, okay. that's that's yeah. all I got. So, if, <laughs> Sam, I'd love to hear what Man. you've been playing. Oh, oh Sam, Sam, we're not here. Sam? Oh, we'll send a message to him real quick. Oh, okay. Oh my god. If you want to keep reading it, feel free. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Yeah. Don't know how that works. That's why nobody was laughing at my really good butt puns. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I was like, wow. What they was so good. It was the funniest butt puns anyone's never heard. <laughs> they were so dedicated to their aesthetic. I said, don't you mean aesthetic? Oh, my God. I had a few real good ones in there. Oh, um, I trust you. But video games that I've been playing. So I've been saying all week that I haven't played any video games and that I had nothing to talk about but Destiny 2. But I've actually played four video games this week. Um, 
I played Fortnite, the real Fortnite, not the Battle Royale. Um, I played about an hour, hour and a half of the game. I'm basically uh, still doing this tutorial, I think. Um, my game was cool. Um, I uh, Pat said he thought it was pretty good, and I think I do agree. I'm trying to convince uh, some friends to buy it so that we can do a bit of the old multiplayer because uh, that sounds like the way it's meant to be played. Mm-hmm. Definitely. TM. Is there, um, sorry, with Fortnite, is there any kind of cross-compatibility? Can PC players play with PS4 players and such? Yes, you can. Oh, I did not know that, so that's nice yeah. to know. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it works. Yeah, I think it's just cross-compatible with those two. I don't remember exactly how it works, but I know that I saw that happening. Um, so. I remember they accidentally switched on Xbox PS4 yeah. crossplay, didn't they, for a while. Um, that was quite funny. Um, so I played a little bit of that. Not really enough to talk about it, to be honest, more than just saying that my initial first impression was uh, pretty good. Um, and uh, after that, I played a game that I have been semi chipping away at, slash playing when I really need to chill out, which is Forza Horizon Three. Mm. So um, yeah, basically, like I have it. Um, I bought an Xbox One in November. Um, and 90% of the reason I bought it is because the Blu-ray player is a lot better than the PS4 Blu-ray player and obviously it's uh, UHD as well um, and I'm planning on buying a 4K TV after I get married this year so um, I was like well let's spend the money on the 4K Blu-ray player up front but also get us a Xbox on the back end so I bought one on that Friday um, for an insanely, insanely good deal which I'm still really pleased about um, and uh, I played a little bit of uh, Forza Horizon. Um, kind of, I basically play like an hour to two hours a week, probably, and completely forget about it because I'm not really doing races. I'm not really, I'm just kind of cruising around in nice cars and looking at scenery and uh, listening to the four radio channels that I've unlocked. Um, it, the game's real pretty. Um, the driving is good. Um, uh, it's kind of what I wanted the crew to be. Hmm. Um, so I own the crew as well. Um, and I think the driving is really good in the crew as well. Uh, but the problem with the crew is that you have to do like three hours of their terrible story mode to be able to drive <laughs> across America. And the whole reason I bought that game was that I was like, I'd like to go from San Francisco to Los Angeles or Chicago to New York and like do all these cool drives. And it just it isn't happening. Um, cause I can never be able to play a story mode slash I'm not good enough at racing to beat the levels in their story mode, I expect. Um, uh, then Yakuza 0, which uh, we've all talked about uh, at length. I talked about it last week. Um, that game's still real good. Um, uh, I don't think I've actually... I think I've actually been playing exclusively as Majima since last week. I've been doing the two first two Majima chapters. Um, uh, and uh, Majima's a great character. Uh, the opening fight scene with Majima is very fun. Um, and gives you a fantastic introduction to that character. Um, and I am looking forward to seeing where the whole story goes. Um, but the reason why I haven't played anymore, like Zero, is because of uh, 2017's Game of the Year, uh, Destiny 2. <laughs> uh, so on, I think, Thursday? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? Erica said, me and, me and uh, Xavier want to start playing um, a bit of Destiny 2. I was like, uh, NHS play Destiny 2, please. Uh, sign me up. 
And then they were like, on PC. And I was like, well, I did want to see how that looked. <laughs> so I played about, I don't know, 10 hours of Destiny 2 on PC this week. Wow. Very uh, nice. Since uh, Wednesday. Well done. But, um, but I thought I thought Yakuza was game of the year. I thought that was what you were yeah. talking about when you said that. Now I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. My 2013 game of the year was uh, 100% Destiny 2. Yeah, Although, but, but you hadn't played Yakuza yet. <laughs> I think I would have definitely reshuffled my top 10 after playing Tekken 7 and Yakuza. Uh, but I didn't play those in 2017, so that can't be done. Yakuza I had my... Warriors on my top 10, so some stuff could have moved. <laughs> Yakuza made my number two, and I was only about five hours into it by the end of the year. <laughs> I had played three hours the week it came out because I rented it from my rental service and then sent it back because I wanted to get uh, Horizon and uh, Breath of the Wild. So I was like, I need these two games and I have to send back. Um, I kept near because I, I get three games at a time. So I kept near and I sent back Yakuza and one other game. Um, and I probably should have kept Yakuza and continued to play it and just got one of the two biggest open world games of the year. But, you know, <laughs> that game is for higher role. Yeah. Um, but the great thing about um, Destiny 2 on PC is that the load times are insanely short. I mean, not for Erica. We already talked about not that. Not for me. But <laughs> uh, I'm used to, even on the PS4 Pro, I'm used to like. 90 second load times for open world areas yeah they're pretty um, big um yeah i mean like they're really really big really detailed really pretty worlds so i can 100 see what is happening um and like obviously there's loads of players loads of enemies loads of stuff is happening all the time so i can see why it's a long load but on my laptop from an ssd it's like 20 seconds 30 seconds um, loading into a social space if it's not that crowded is literally so quick. Um, it's it's uh, it's made the game interesting. Also, I, I, this is the first shooter I've played with a PC uh, with a keyboard and mouse because uh, I when I got it I was like I'm gonna make a serious effort. So I never play games keyboard and mouse. I'm always a controller guy. Always been a controller guy. The first FPS I ever played was uh, Time Splitters, and so I've just kept with that the whole time um and uh i decided like no screw it i'll try mouse and keyboard and uh it makes it's really interesting because it changes the dynamic a lot of how the enemies work so like uh in destiny 2 on ps4 i will often find characters that are low health but move around a lot pretty easy to take down because you kind of the auto aim helps you a lot um, but you, I'm also a lot more mobile on a console, so I find moving with WASD quite difficult. Um, but then moving over to PC, I'm finding the uh, wiggling around like small guys quite difficult because I'm not very mobile. Um, and things like big enemy high-level characters, I'm just putting the mouse pointer on their face and clicking until they're not standing up anymore. Yep. Um, like you very, very infrequently get to the point where a knight will put up its shield. Whereas I feel like on PS4, every time you face a knight, they put the shield up and you have to wait for it to pull down. And so it's kind of changed the way that I'm playing a little bit. Um, I'm still only level eight. 
Um, so I'm not really going that far. I'm playing a, the one character class that I never took too seriously in uh, PS4. So I'm kind of trying new things. Um, that's been fun to play with um, Erica and Xavier as well. We did about an hour last night, I think. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Destiny 2 still continues to be one of my favorite games this generation. Um, and uh, I don't, I expect that I will be playing this game to at least level 20. Um, my metric for games is that I need to get about uh, three pounds an hour worth of enjoyment out of it. And I think I've already got that out of Destiny 2 on PC. So, um, yeah. Sorry for everyone who doesn't like Destiny. I talked about that for a long time. <laughs> and not even um, like there's a DLC or anything. You just talked about <laughs> vanilla ass Destiny. I'm thinking about the base game. Destiny I've literally two. only just got only just finished Titan, the second planet. But can you uh, shoot poop? <laughs> yeah, because because a dump in the dark did come out last year. So we might have to revisit. <laughs> it was really access. We can't. It couldn't have been on the list. Yeah, that's um, true. Was it? Okay. I think we should consider it. Oh, I think yeah. Fire Pro yeah. also belongs on the list. Dump in the Dark is still in early access. So it's yeah. Fire, Fire Pro did come out last year. But, uh, yeah. yeah. What if we? I think um, Dump in the Dark is probably 2018's game of the year. I think it's safe to say that now. Okay, sure. Definitely um, the scariest, scariest game of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'm too scared to play it. <laughs> um, My cheeks are already quivering. <laughs> oh, no. No. So how about that Nintendo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that weren't poop, Nintendo. Hey, up in the dark, coming to Nintendo <laughs> Switch Halloween 2018. <laughs> Oh, no. that, that's gonna be that's no. gonna be the main direct that comes in like what no. weeks from now. Main direct. It's, gonna... it's like just a dump in the dark too. It's not like oh, let's talk about you know uh, your Pokemon. No, it's just purely that part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a name for this podcast. This episode of this podcast, a dump in the direct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, right. or 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 a direct time. in the dark. A direct <laughs> in the dark. I think it's funnier. But it doesn't have dump it. I was like, oh, yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't have the word dump it. Yeah. Dump a direct in the dark. <laughs> direct That's to dump. <laughs> Go direct anyway. to the dump. Anyway, okay, this Nintendo Direct. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, so. so I will uh, read out the things that were talked about in the order they were talked about, and then uh, we can pick out some highlights if we want to. So, um, starting off, the World Ends With You remix, a final remix on Nintendo Switch. Uh, yeah. Pokemon Tournament DLC. Yeah. Kirby and his friends in Kirby Star Allies. Um, so, interesting that they didn't... That was the first time they gave Kirby Star Allies a name, and they didn't really say anything interesting there. <laughs> um, what well, I'm getting ahead of myself, sorry. They gave it a release date. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Final Super Special Edition. Mario Tennis Aces, East 8 Lacrimosa of Dana, Break Out the Balloons in a update for Super Mario Odyssey. I'm reading off of the Reddit post that Alex gave, so I thought that was a game for two seconds. Uh, Mario Odyssey DLC, uh, free DLC, uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, 
uh, Mario Rabbids DLC. Uh, DLC stands for Donkey Loadable Content. True. Uh, Payday 2, uh, FE, and Celeste, and uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Uh, I think that was it. I don't think anything else was mentioned. Nope. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, what some people may consider to be Game of the Director was mentioned right at the end, which was uh, Dark Souls Remastered. That, that's that's the Game of the Direct, really? That's a lot, a lot of people, of people were extremely high on it. Yeah. That's weird to me. I but, agree that that's weird, as excited as I am about it. It's, I don't know. I think The World Ends With You is a bigger deal, personally. But <laughs> That is probably the game I am most interested in. I don't know anything Same. about The World Ends With You. I just, I've heard people like it. and. Yeah, I want to yeah. play it. I played so about... Be... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. Uh, Steve Kess gives the suggestion of directly dumping in the dark. Oh. <laughs> uh, continue, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the world ends with you. I put about maybe 15 hours or so into it last year on the iOS port. Um. And I, I bought the game because it seemed like a good game to listen to podcasts at the same time. Um, but my podcast app wouldn't play at the same time that I was playing the game, so I fell oh, off man. of it. <laughs> but if I have it on a Switch, then I can listen to my podcasts. So. I think it'll be really interesting. I guess since it's the first thing on the list, we may as well just continue to talk about it. Yeah. But it'll be really interesting to see how it translates on uh, Switch, because to me, the thing that really made that game special was the difference in control methods between the, what was happening on the top screen and what was happening on the touch screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I really hope that that translates well to the switch in handheld mode. But yeah. again, mm-hmm. it's one screen instead of a screen on top of the other one. So I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about how that's going to translate control wise. Yeah. Cause I think that's what makes that game special. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great style and a great look, but without the gameplay is really special because it's a challenge mentally to manage the two different games that you're playing at the same time. Yeah, so I hope they have a way to do that. Yeah, that's not it, really a thing as much in the iOS port. Like my my husband played it when it was new, like ten years ago, and um, he saw me playing the iOS version, and he said, "This is like it, you know, it still has the style, it still has the story, and it still, you know, obviously looks really nice, uh-huh. but it just the gameplay didn't do it for him." So. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it again either way. I'd definitely buy it on the Switch and try it out because I never did buy the iOS one. But um, maybe maybe with the addition of at least having tactile buttons on the Switch, that yeah. might help with that a little bit. But I would hope well, they find a way yeah. to address that. I thought I yeah. read that you can they've got like a new control scheme or you can do like the old, they like, they'll integrate the touchscreen stuff into it. Cool, cool. So there, I, think, I think I read that there are two ways to play it. From it's still saw, worth seeing because the story is really cool and it does look really nice. But from what I saw, it looked like touchscreen control, a la the iOS version. But also, you can use Joy Cons as pointers, like they were Wii mm-hmm. remotes, mm-hmm. and do button combinations on the Joy Cons at the same time. Interesting. That could be neat. That that sounds kind of cool. Combos on screen in one of the uh, sections. Mm. Yeah, I didn't pay close enough attention because I was at work, kind of side-eyeing the direct <laughs> so that's how i watched it too uh, i yeah i'm excited to try it because it's one of those games where I've, I've heard about it a lot it's one of the it's it's something that has 
such a big kind of cult following that I'm really excited to give it a shot because I never I never picked it up when it was on DS. So they didn't produce that many copies of it on DS either, so it's actually kind of hard to find. Um, yeah, I like cherish the copy that I have, even though I haven't really played DS in a while. It's like I keep it safely on a shelf in the case and never take it out because it's kind of tough. Yeah, Nintendo did that thing where they made like six copies of a game and for like. And they didn't really have like much of a digital store at the time. It's like, okay, mm. I guess you're just mm-hmm. not going to be able to buy Metroid or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so- next up, we've got the Pokken Tournament DLC. Um, anyone like Pokken? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, no, I tried the I tried the demo on the Switch Store, and I and I played it, and I was like, eh, it's it's I, it it wasn't for me, but I really. I never played it, but I really wanted to play and like it. I just heard such mixed things. I never tried it. I'm actually going to download the demo. I think. Check it out just to see. I played it on Wii U, and I thought the uh, story mode that they had in there, there's no story to it. It's just like a tournament mode um, in the same kind of way that like Mario levels work, I guess, that you pick levels off of a like, track. Um, I actually quite liked the, the what I played. Um, I think I bought it for about 20 quid. Um, and that was nearly new, like a month after it came out. So um, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I've not bought it again on Switch because I've had my time with that. I think, and I don't know any reason why I would bust it out again. Um, uh, but it's not a bad game in any way, shape, or form. I think it's it's fun. I wouldn't solidly recommend it to anyone, but if you see a good deal. Yeah, that's the tough thing for me is I don't really want to spend sixty dollars on it. So that's yeah. kind of the I would get it for like thirty, I think. The Nintendo yeah, I know. it's never going to come down in price. Exactly. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, because I like Pokemon enough where that that's a shame that there's not much of a story mode, but um it, it's the type of thing where I might be interested if it was cheaper, but I don't I don't play enough fighting games to really justify sixty dollars for a fighting game, even if it's a Pokemon fighting game. We'll talk about Pokemon later. Yep. Uh, yes. Next up, we have this little guy. Oh. So, uh, next, we have Kirby Star Allies. Um, so, Kirby Star Allies, the newly named uh, Switch Kirby game. Um, for two seconds, I thought this was a 3DS game. And then I was like, no, wait, this looks way too good. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm super excited to play this game. Uh, and when I say super excited, I, I mean. I have a um, mild excitement, and I think that my other half will play a lot of it. Um, even though she doesn't particularly like the Switch, I think she'll give it a shot for Kirby. Um, this one's coming out on March 16th, which yeah. is my mother's birthday. So obviously, that's uh, very important to me. Uh, Happy birthday, Mom. Here's a Kirby game. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. I'm going to sit in the corner and play this video game. No, you can't look. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm interested in that. I... Depending on what the stuff is out around that time, I'll probably pick that up. Anyone else interested in, in that Kirby action? I mean, I'll play it, but... So, I, like, I don't want to derail the... I don't want to derail the conversation, but I just looked up my favorite Kirby game and and learned that it was critically panned on release, which no. is heartbreaking. And that <laughs> Kirby game is Kirby Air Ride. Hmm. Is that an N64 oh. one? No, it's a GameCube game. It's like a cart. Okay. They're attempted to do a cart racer. It had this goofy open world, like, I don't even remember, like, battle mode that I really, really loved. But 
That's kind of an aside. Otherwise, I've never really understood the appeal for Kirby, but... Um, Did you play Epic Yarn? No. That's the only one I like. Yeah, I the only had one? a Wii, but not a Wii U. I think that was on Wii. It's uh, on Wii, yeah. I, yeah, I was never too crazy about actually playing the Wii, so I just skipped a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, it, man. Frankly. What about Kirby Superstar? That game is great. It's okay. I'm not yeah. really a huge platformer guy, so it's definitely not. I'm probably the wrong person to uh, <laughs> have any sort of opinion about Kirby. I played a lot of uh, Kirby on the, I think Kirby in Dreamland or whatever that game yes. was in the on the original the Game Boy. Game Boy, yeah, game Boy. yeah. that was a great game. Oh, uh, yeah, I played that. Like yeah, I love. I did love that yeah. game. This game has four player co op. Yeah, it's more. It seems. Yeah. Really, it seems super appealing for a local co op game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that that actually makes me more interested in it. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. Online co op. I'd also be interested. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in that too. Um, I've, uh, I, I somehow managed to get an SNES Classic before oh, cool. the holidays, and so I played it with my sibling, and we we really enjoyed playing Kirby Superstar together. So maybe like it's the type of thing where maybe if I want to play it with my with my sibling, then we could play Kirby Star Allies. But I don't know if it's something I necessarily get immediately from just me. Yeah, that might be a rental for me. I don't know whether I'll be buying it, but I'm interested in it. Moving swiftly onwards, we have Ultimate Hyrule Warriors. Anyone yeah. should that. I I am. I, I liked Hyrule Warriors for Wii U. I, I it was a good time. It was a good game that I also played with my sibling. So I uh, I liked it. I never got it for 3DS mostly because um when it came out, I had heard that the 3DS, it, it worked a lot better on the new 3DS than on the actual oh, right. 3DS. Um, so I, I eventually did get a new 3DS, but I, I hadn't picked up Hyrule Warriors uh, for the for it. So I, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I don't. It's not something where I, I don't know if I necessarily need to buy it for the full 60 is the, is the thing. Um, just because I, I played a fair amount of it for Wii U, and so I don't know if I necessarily need to replay a ton of it. But I, I, I do kind of want to, mostly because uh, Linkle is an adorable character. <laughs> so I kind of want to play as Linkle, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm interested in it because I had a lot of fun with Fire Emblem Warriors. Hmm. Um, so I'm, I'd be tempted to pick that up in any sort of summer, spring lull. Um, that's that game is out in spring, so yeah. might get some. Might be in the middle of other games. Is Linkle the love child of Link and Tingle? Uh, it's 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 Link, but what if Link was a girl and she's yeah, really but that's adorable. but 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 Linkle. <laughs> but I, I knew this was a thing, but now I'm just saying, I'm like, is Tingle in this game? Tingle should be in this game. <laughs> Did Link and Tingle? I'm was there sure. like some fan fiction happening? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I don't. Like, I don't need. Has anyone that. read the Hyrule Historia? Is this is this something that <laughs> is canon? I'm gonna say it's canon now. Yeah, I think. It, it's, it's it's canon, and I and I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, in Breath of the Wild, Link is running around and Tingle's clothes. Like maybe the wash wasn't done, so he had to <laughs> he had to like oh, grab yeah. something real quick and oh, got, gotta go. Sorry, I'm just gonna borrow your sweater for a minute. Yeah. His, his, his one, he's, <laughs> I don't even know his spandex onesie. 
like it probably wasn't even clean. It was probably like off the ground. Oh man. Speaking of love, how about Mario Tennis Aces? Oh, <laughs> oh wow! What that is this? Good. Is this is this love for Mister Eyeballs? No, yeah, it's not like tennis love. love. Tennis, it's tennis love. love. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will definitely fuck with that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a day I one buy for me. Because yeah, I I'll probably get it. I I didn't think I was into like sports games, but then I played Golf Story, and I really liked Golf Story. So the the thing that got me interested was the um. When they mentioned the story mode, mm-hmm. that I was I was intrigued yeah. by that. Yeah. What about Waluigi's hair? <laughs> I didn't actually know that. Too. Hair. Wow. Like, like, okay, so Bowser's hair in Odyssey was real good. Yeah. And Waluigi's yeah. hair is pretty good. So, like, <laughs> imagine the other hair we're going to see in that game. But yeah. Yes. I mean, and this is where we find out that Yoshi really has feathers. Ooh. <laughs> he's a true dinosaur but wow yeah the mario tennis games have historically had pretty great story modes especially because yeah that's where mr eyeballs came from that's where waluigi first shined so I- i'd love to this, see them do something might good. be the yeah if this was like a waluigi focused story mode that would Hell be yeah. so good that would be that'd be, that so would be kind of perfect. amazing actually <laughs> and then um, he just like, waluigi tennis <laughs> I'm sold. Sold with that spin-off. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't know, I don't know how much there is to say too much on that one. It's a spring 2018 release date. Um, it's That's my number one uh, at this direct. That was my most interested game. Uh, I like tennis games. Uh, I'm not a big sports person at all, as I don't think any of us are, but I love, um, love tennis. And uh, so... Uh, Really looking forward to uh, playing that bad boy. Um, next up, we have got. And if anyone else has got anything to say about tennis, sorry. Nope. Nope. Excellent. So, I, I was worried I was running running rough over everybody. Um, you can say it's going to be a grand slam. Oh, no. is that baseball? Is that baseball? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's I don't baseball. Know, I don't know sports. Grand <laughs> is, is, uh, is tennis as well. Oh, um, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Mario baseball. Is it actually confirmed for the Switch? Wow. Oh, if only. Uh, oh. Grand Slam is when you win um, Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, and the Australian Open. I think. Oh, I believe that's the the yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Please, no one who uh, knows anything about tennis. Watch Hilariously, <laughs> you also hit Grand Slams in baseball, and you can get can win the Triple Crown in baseball, which and, is also a horse racing thing. And you can get a Grand Slam at Denny's. Yes. That's so true. Denny's, baseball, and tennis. And, and then are the, eating, it, eat, eating, it, eating at Denny's is going to give you a dump in the dark. <laughs> Full circle. What have we done? <laughs> Sorry. The only baseball term that I know is Fancy Dan, and I learned that from the Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode about baseball. <laughs> I'm an avid baseball fan, and I've never actually heard anyone say that, other than in that context. <laughs> it's when you do a catch, but with a flourish. Yes. Oh, I've... Oh, like I, in... I, uh... I know the reference. I've... Like in Sneak King, when you can deliver a Whopper or deliver a Whopper with a flourish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up on the direct, 
Is. 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 Lacrimosa of Dana, which came out last year on current gen systems. Um, I actually think that game looks kind of interesting, but honestly, I could wait until summer to play it on Switch, or I could rent it right now. So, yeah, I think it could be great on Switch, especially portable. I played about an hour of it on my Vita before uh, my Vita was absorbed by my friend, and I never saw it again. Uh, <laughs> but I think a portable system is a perfect way to play uh, that kind of JRPG, like the kind of third-person action JRPG. Yeah, this it looks like it might scratch the Monster Hunter itch. I don't know. So could Monster Hunter, but, you're, but Monster Hunter yeah. will scratch that itch. Yeah, but it's summer. I'll be done with Monster Hunter in summer. They they've announced free DLC throughout the year for Monster Hunter. You'll never Ooh. be done with Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter might be done with me. <laughs> oh, um, it's dark. So uh, next question, order question for you guys. Content. When you guys were watching the direct and you saw Luigi show up, were you psyched? And then you were like, "Oh, he's just a dude yeah. floating around, and you I don't get a play." Luigi Odyssey, let's do this. <laughs> the year of Luigi was some bullshit, and it took so much from us. I'm not ready to let Luigi back into my heart. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gets to like I, I, I get behind. That. That's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, like Mario Odyssey was my favorite game last year. And I want to play more of it, but I don't think this is it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw it and I was like, okay. I, I don't know if I necessarily need to play a game of hiding balloons, please. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine, I guess. I could yeah, see it think... like being a thing that I try one night, like if I'm super drunk and don't can't figure out anything else to play and like not coordinated enough, I won't feel bad about losing like 30 seconds of my life. But, you know... It seems like such a bleak, specific scenario. <laughs> that is honestly, the only scenario I can possibly see myself playing that. Like three AM, drunk. All right. The same thing for me is that if you look real close, you can see that Luigi's wearing an ankle monitor because uh, he's still saving time for the year of Luigi. <laughs> oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a segue there, but it won't work anymore. SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. I like anime, and I like fighters, and I don't think this game is for me. Yeah. If you like anime, anime, and you like fighters, let me tell you about Dragon Ball Fighter Z. <laughs> I've, uh, I like fight, I like fighters, not Fighter Z, Andre. Yeah. Fighters. Um, I've liked SNK fighting games in the past, and I also don't know if this one's for me. What what make what makes you think it's not for you? I don't know. I just I haven't played an SNK game since uh, I, don't know, I don't know SNK versus Capcom or something like that. And just nothing about this one seemed like it was doing anything that was going to draw me in. Like I don't care about it mm. it being all the female characters from SNK. Like that doesn't really yeah. make any kind of but difference it, for me. Yeah, it seems like just what they should do, and they might not do it, they might take the wrong message from if people don't play this one or don't buy it much, is yeah. they should just put those characters in, like, whatever SNK game they make and not just make it, here's the girl version. Yeah, like, if, if this was a new King of Fighters, I'd be super psyched. It looks bad, and that's why I'm not interested in it. Okay. The animation okay. looked really stiff to me in it, but, yeah. I don't know. 
I've only got room for one boob fighter game in my life, and it's uh, uh, Dead or Alive. I can't mm. believe I panned on that name for so long. <laughs> Skullgirls. Skullgirls, man. Skullgirls. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Sold. Um, um, Mario Plus Rabbids Donkey DLC. Donkey? Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> No, not Donkey Kong DLC. Donkey Kong DLC. That's what we need. Uh, that. Mm, mm, eh. I'm uh, a little disappointed to find out he wasn't in the game to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know until just now. But I mean, God, I just bought they, that they game, of, but I haven't played it yet. They've kind of separated Donkey Kong off from like the Mario stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, he's in Smash and he, but like. Mario and Donkey Kong don't really interact anymore, aside from like retro, like OG Donkey Kong in Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it is Donkey Kong Junior, so <laughs> I don't know whether you want to hang out with the guy who killed your dad. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah. I, I, R.I.P. I, Harambe. <laughs> Yeah, I like uh, Mario Rabbit like a lot more than I thought I would. So I'm interested, but I, I still haven't finished it. So I, I don't know if I'll buy the DLC until I actually I go just... in and finish the original campaign. I, still uh, I think I'm have... halfway through World Three. That's about where I'm. That's at. about where I'm at too. <laughs> game... I, I will not finish that game. That game is weirdly hard. Uh, it luckily, is. It's, it's not. It's not like impossible to get back into, and like you can just yeah. put it on easy, like. But like, I don't, I wouldn't feel good if I put it on easy. I'm but stubborn, also I don't so I play it on normal either because I just die. Yeah, I'm really stubborn, so I don't want to put it on easy. But then I also want to get through all the levels with everybody still alive. So mm-hmm. I do because I, I think it's that's like the fire emblem left over in me. Um, is that I'm like, no, they can't die because then they'll be gone forever, even though I know that's not how this game works. So I'm like constantly resetting and trying to keep playing this and I I I need to get back to it because I did really like it, but it did get like a lot harder than I think I anticipated. I have a confession for everybody listening here and also all of us live and podcast listeners. Uh, I play all games on the easiest difficulty without even trying. That's fair. Oh yeah, I, I feel like I should because I'm not as good at video games as I'd like to be, but I'm, I'm very I, stubborn. I will push up if I find the game easy, but if usually I play on easy, I'm like, this is this is for me. This is about where my skills lie. It, it bums me out when, like, the only times where I'm like, oh well, okay, I have to keep it on this difficulty is like if it's like, oh well, you can't get the true ending if you do this and stuff like that but like i have fun playing games on harder difficulties it's like i've gotten the big boss emblem and stuff in metal gear solid 4 which is like don't be sane don't kill anyone and beat the game in like less than five hours yeah and 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 i i generally if i if i'm playing a game and all i really care about is the story i don't really care if i bump it down a level (laughs) um like uh dragon age origins i i got to a certain point in it where like a certain battle was just kind of kicking my ass. So then I decided, okay, I don't really care about the fighting, the actual battles the in this game. Yeah, the combat is was fine, but it wasn't what I was playing the game for. So why not play it on easy? Yeah. It's yeah weird. I mean, Mario okay. X plus Rabbids is basically like a puzzle game more than it is like a tactical game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just like harder puzzles, which is weird. Um, yeah, most most games I'll play straight away on easy, but things like um, if I love a game, I'll try and push myself into it. Like um, one game that really comes to mind is Shadow Complex. Um, so Callback, obviously, quite an old game, but like I completed that game. I did the like the most difficult run, one year, three percent of the items, and you do it under forty five minutes. Like that was how deep I got into that game. Um, and then things like. I don't know, if you could turn the difficulty up on Destiny, I probably would do that because um, I feel yeah. like I'm good enough at that game. <laughs> That's what the prestige is for, right? For uh, the um, or whatever. Yeah, the Nightfall is extremely good. Um, the prestige Nightfall is as much uh, is quite hard. Uh, so moving um, on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Payday, Payday 2. Two. Does anyone care about Payday 2 being on the Switch? What? <laughs> I mean, it's nice seeing Starbreeze still doing stuff, but eh. that game uh, I... apparently they support the console versions uh, like incredibly poorly. Hmm. Yeah, and that game I don't I don't know if, if any of you guys like really liked Payday Two on PC, but I thought the first one was kind of fun, um, and it was because it was really simple. It just was kind of like playing Left for Dead um, in terms of like you just you picked the map you wanted to play on and then you did the thing and it was okay. And Payday 2 is just really convoluted to me. There's a lot of, like, the progression in it is not very good. It's really, uh, like, needlessly complex. And it just, I don't think that it, the way that they structure the game is that much fun to go through, personally. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've never tried it. I like, so. the, con- I like the concept of Payday, but it's I have never concept. play it. Yeah, I love the if it was... I, I think the thing about the game that's the problem is that it's if it was more like multiplayer uh, Hitman but focused on heists that would be really cool. The problem is that it's more like you just scope out the area, the maps to find the same different kinds of security systems every time and then once you go loud like you make the choice to go loud and then you start the heist and then it just is a shooter. There's no like I'm going to play a bunch of stealth and do this in a stealthy way it's like okay we've done stealthiness to like case the joint and now we are loud and those are the two ways that like play the game and i don't really enjoy that i think it would be more interesting if it was more like an immersive sim that you kind of experienced in co-op so- asynchronous asynchronous multiplayer die hard <laughs> <laughs> So what if it was like you were setting up a heist and you were stealing something that was really important to like a really jerky dude's heart? Like uh, the original New Year's Eve ball. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you, you, might, you might not get that one. but uh, I got no, you. I, I got you. About. I got it. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was just like, I just really liked the movie Heat. So, uh, and also like John Wick a lot, and John Wick is in Payday too. So maybe I'll yeah. give that a shot. Um, I mean, it, it goes on sale pretty cheap. It's worth trying. I, other people love it, so it's not like my opinion is. The I'm best surprised one. I don't already own it because it's one of those games that is given away everywhere forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I'm just uh, thinking about asynchronous Die Hard. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Turn-based asynchronous diehard. It's an adventure game. 
A choose no, your own adventure. Die Hard by email. Uh, what is it? Uh, non. Uh, it's not even. It's like like a. Uh, asymmetrical. Asymmetric. Asymmetric yeah. multiplayer oh, okay. die hard. Asynchronous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not asynchronous. So you've got one person oh, is like your John McClane, yeah. and then you've got the, all the guys who are, uh, you know, got hostage takers and the guys trying to break into the thing. That'd be... Did you ever play Spies versus Mercs in Splinter Cell? No. It bears similarity. Kind of to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if anybody of you uh, have played uh, Monaco, what series is mine? Mm, That's another heist Mm -hmm. game, and that's and kind of that kind of. That game is uh, way better than Mid Two. I love that game. I. I, I I I like the idea of playing a heist game, but I haven't played Payday Two mostly because uh, Monaco scratches that itch. Payday Two is really mean too. It's like really like we're gonna put these clown masks on and then just like murder all these people. I don't know. It feels like it's too nasty sometimes for me. Like <laughs> I don't want to kill a bunch of civilians and like yeah, do fair. that all the time. Yeah, but Monaco is just charming. It's really fun. It's a very charming game. We should play together. <laughs> yeah. Never finished it. Just played a lot of. No, it. neither did I. I. I just played a bunch of missions and played some online too. It's it's a fun game. Let's let's move on real quick to two indie games, uh, Effie and Celeste. So um, Alex, I know you're yeah. pretty hype on Effie. Yeah, Fey looks amazing. I'm super into Fey. I think the art style alone is really beautiful. It's like I mentioned. I think kind of a neon Okami is kind of the vibe it has going there, and. I don't know if you guys watched the full trailer, but it actually just seems like it has a really lovely just environment and kind of mood to it. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested it's in beautiful. actually. Yeah, I'm interested in actually playing it to see what the gameplay is, if it's anything beyond just a puzzle platformer. But yeah, I'm. Super, it reminded super me a little it. bit of um, everything hmm. in terms hmm. of like there's a song and an HD rumble for each <laughs> thing in that game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, kind of reminds me of Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, but yeah. like, obviously it's three D and not two D. Mm-hmm. But like the kind of like that. the aesthetic. Yeah, no, I'm super so, interested in Faye. and Celeste looks really cool. It looks kind of super Meat Boy esque, or uh, yeah, I want to be yeah, the guy or something. Yeah, you I, play, I, uh, sorry, you're going to play Faye on Switch. I think so. Um, like I saw, it's coming to basically everything, but I think Switch would be my my place mm-hmm. of choice for that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Celeste and Super Meat Boy, is anybody picking up Super Meat Boy that just came out on Switch? I'm interested. I just It's one of those things where I've seen it so much on... I've played it on Steam. I've seen it so much on Steam that playing paying full price for it feels very odd. Um, just because I, I'm like, well, I originally bought it for like $2.50 on Steam. <laughs> yeah. And now... This is original Super Meat Boy. Yep. Yeah. Forever is not okay. out yet, and this okay. version yeah. this version does not have Danny Baranowski soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. Which so is I. Like, this is like a ten year old game. Yeah. I, I'm Almost not paying full price for a ten year old game that hasn't really had that much done to it. Yeah. And has had yeah. taken out. I would say. Yeah, it's one of those things where I stared at it a couple of times while kind of browsing the Switch store because I'm like, oh, I mean, it seems like it'd be kind of a nice game to have on Switch. Um, but $15 for a game that I paid for, 
paid two fifty for like five years ago, if not longer. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, I think we should talk about the maybe the second most important announcement of the direct, Funky Kong. <laughs> I am I am I'm actually really pumped about that because uh, Tropical Freeze was really good on Wii U. And uh, I never, I never finished it, unfortunately. But I'm excited that more people will get the chance to play yeah. Tropical Freeze. I never played it, even though I owned a Wii U. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I owned the game, and I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a I, really good game. When I, when I bought my Wii U, I was working at Toys R Us, and so I got like a discount and stuff. So I was, like, I bought a bunch of games. I bought Donkey Kong because I heard it was good. I never opened it. Uh, and then when uh, they were shutting down like the rewards program, uh, they had like codes for games. As I and I think I had traded in the game at some point. I got like sixty dollars for it too because GameStop had like some crazy trading deal at the time. Uh, so I got a digital code for it. Never redeemed it. And then I sold <laughs> that for like twenty bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Love uh, uh, Donkey Kong for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I made like forty bucks off Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually play it now. <laughs> I kind of, I would kind of like <laughs> this re-release. I never was interested in the original because I'm just, again, not super platform heavy. But um, I kind of hope that there's ways to play Funky Kong that are not just as easy mode because that did look kind of cool. His tool set. Yeah. Wait, is, right is back. Funky Kong easy mode? Really? Is that a thing? That was the impression <laughs> I got from the trailer. Yeah, that's the impression I got oh. as well. Oh, it's kind of like the assist mode in Odyssey or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it seems cool. Um, I wasn't super familiar with it before, but I actually just was it yesterday. Watched the stream with Dan Record and Danielle from Waypoint. Mm. Uh, they just mm. they did a playthrough for like a couple hours, and it actually looks really great. So, um, does this mean that Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is eligible for best music in the Giant no. Bomb Game of the Year for 2018? <laughs> no. no, it was never Mario Kart One best multiplayer. That's a remake. That's the uh, the secret is. It was never eligible because it never had <laughs> it never had music that was good enough. Suck it, David Wise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, that's yeah. Who who's gonna praise the sun on the Switch? Yeah, with with Funky Kong. With Funky, <laughs> if I could play Funky Kong in uh, Dark Souls, I would uh, buy that. I will. I will. I would praise play the that. Funk. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I, uh. Like, like, uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't like calling it a remaster seems weird because I don't see this hitting like the, uh, it's like more of a demaster, I'd imagine. I don't see it hitting the uh, fidelity of even like the PS3 or 360 versions. Uh, and like those games are already pretty framey. Uh, so like, I can't imagine going to like the, uh, the swamp area. I can't remember what it's called. Like, but like kind of the second main boss, uh, I think that switch, area is going to be awful. Isn't the switch graphically consistent with the Wii U, and the Wii U is more powerful than the 360 PS3? Those games were still pretty framey. It was like Batman and Mass Effect coming out on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I it would hope. Uh, I would hope that the that if they do anything to this, that they get the frame rate right. I would be fine with a bit of a fidelity decrease um but yeah i would i would love to because part of playing you can play them with the s fix on pc and that that fixes some problems but i would really love to play a version of it it introduces other issues with the way that the frames skipping yeah, yeah. problems yeah, come into 
I would love uh, to play a console version of it with 60 FPS and or at least solid 30. Uh, it's locked at 30, apparently. Yeah, yeah that, that's fine, but because that's yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If it's I, consistent. I, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in it. Um, I'm not very good at the Souls games. It's one of those things where I was talking with some other uh, friends the other day, where a lot of us are in the same boat where we want to be into those games, just because they they do play really nicely and they they look gorgeous and there's they're interesting, but they're they're hard. So I'm interested. I'm I'm probably gonna get it for Switch and then realize, oh yeah, I'm I'm very bad at this game and see how far I can get on the Switch. But did they confirm it's gonna be a sixty dollar release? It must be with like I mean, I... games are priced. If Super Meat Boy is fifteen, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I also think that's insane. I, yeah. yeah, I think it was Absolutely. a little nice for that game. To come out. It'd be nice yeah. if they gave a little consideration, said fifty, so not forty dollars budget, but fifty maybe. Like well, you can get it on PC with all the DLC for you know get the prepare to die edition for like twenty, uh, yeah, twenty or whatever. Yeah, and, I, uh, I don't think they should charge more than forty for a person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm searching it now, and it looks like the, they, they're, they are saying the price is forty. I, I, I'm. That's good. Yeah, I don't think that they'll. It looks like they're opening up some pre-orders, and I don't. Th- I think that it'll be. Looks like it'll be forty. Um, that's cool. not so bad then. But that's not bad at all. I, hmm, yeah. I wonder. I wonder why. Like, I mean, like obviously, people love Dark Souls, but I, I wonder if from did this to get like experience to do like to put a new game on there and just like okay, let's let's see how this looks and works, and if like whatever their next thing that they're doing is is going to also be on Switch as well as like PS4 and Xbox. I think that's probably a pretty good. Yeah, I think that's the case. Probably yeah. maybe teeing up a Souls like for Switch. Chrome Hounds. Oh, yeah, I'll be into <laughs> that. Whatever they want to do, it's I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Man, if they put out a new front mission on Switch, I would just die. Well, I would play the game first, and then I would die. Yeah, I would love to play a new Chrome Hounds again. Just put it out. Or maybe they could release Front Mission Four and Five outside of the US and Japan, so I could finally <laughs> yeah. play them. Yeah. Um, so do we want to talk about what we what we think about the rest of the year for Nintendo? Because this is basically just uh, until May, so basically up until E3. So I wrote some notes down, and you guys can uh, tell me how uh, stupid or pipe-dreamy my uh, predictions are. But I've got our predictions for a true, real January Direct uh, for E3, and then my Nintendo pipe-dreams. Okay. Uh, so, kind of like, uh, got some. I've got some fun ones in here. So, true, real January direct. Animal Crossing tees. Earthbound collection. Yoshi gets a date. Mario Tennis gets a date. Fire Emblem gets footage and a release window. Uh, another Wii U port. Uh, Pitman three port. Pikmin 4 is announced, shown, and dated for, like, less than six months. And something Mario Kart-y? Party? Or I gave my theory the other day that, that they should, like, 
push all the kart games together and put them out with just basically remaster the tracks. I think that would be a fun time, but I think I'm the only person who thinks that. Oh, I agree. I think so, it'd be great. I have one question. Yep. Who is Yoshi's date and where are they going? <laughs> it's Birdo. Yeah, it's Mario. Um, they're going to... You don't date your horse. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Depending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do it over there in the UK. I'd be saying, if anyone's been reading Simone de Rochefort's Twitter feed about Breath of the Wild, she's going to take that horse. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, that's basically like... a. I think most of those are semi-realistic, except for Earthbound Collection. Yeah, that was the one that um, I was thinking. Like, I don't know if they will, but we can dream. Just sell me those three games. Sell me them at like sixty dollars for three SNES games. Like, I don't care. Just sell them to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're gonna see a new Animal Crossing uh, in the near future. I, I would love it, but I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I see it. It's. It I could, could see it be that maybe, but I I think that it's it's more I think it's fairly reasonable. It, it mostly because um, they did just it has been a while since they did New Leaf, and then um, since Pocket Camp did just come out, I, I feel like one of that like they tend to like with um, Pokemon Go, then they released uh, next um, Pokemon Sun Moon pretty soon afterwards, like. Hey, so you guys have been liking Pocket Camp? Then why not play this sixty-dollar yeah. Animal Crossing? It's it seems like that's what they've been trying to do with a lot of their mobile games. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of hopeful. I think that trend is definitely there. The only thing that I think that makes me less hopeful that we'll see that with Animal Crossing is that Pocket Camp is the cl- I don't really like Pocket Camp that much, but it's kind of the closest to the actual game like the console version of the game or handheld version of the game that any of those mobile games have been, I think. Um, and so I wonder if their real, intent... Real good. I, I wonder if their intent uh, with that was like, this is the Animal Crossing game. I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's I, I That felt more like that to me than it did with like Mario Run and stuff. Those That game and their other mobile games have definitely seemed to me to be more of like, uh, here's this fun little mobile thing. Pocket Camp seemed like there was some more uh, push behind it as the Animal Crossing. And that series is one that fits the mobile format so well in a sad kind of way, because I like the console ones, um, <laughs> that I wonder if maybe that's that's how they view that franchise. But I could be super wrong, and I hope I am. I'm imagining a so in the direct uh, black screen with a little stool on it. Tom Nook walks on, and um, He's like, um, uh, yeah, Tom Nook walks on and he's like, I heard that you're all excited about um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And then just starts, uh, it says, wait for E3 when we'll talk more about Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch. But like, it's just a tease. The whole time he's holding yeah, a did. baseball bat. <laughs> no, he doesn't do any leg breaking. Tommy and Timmy do the leg breaking. <laughs> Fair enough. It's just, it's just the villager lying on the ground in a bloody heap. <laughs> yeah. his, his pockets turned out, his wallet empty on the ground. That's just from a b- brief flash, because he's in the middle of a dark room, right? So you just flash of light and there's the villager. Yep. Yeah. 
villager in the dark. <laughs> I do think uh, Fire Emblem is almost a guarantee. I, yeah. would, I would assume that that I would is absolutely Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And I'm really excited for that. I have never played a Fire Emblem game for more than like an hour. And oh, I, right. that is one of those series I've wanted to play so bad. <laughs> in fact, I'm actually, as we were talking about it, about Fire Emblem Warriors earlier, uh, I was like digging out my 3DS from a drawer so that I can... <laughs> Like try to play those again because I've owned a few yeah. of them, but I've never been able to get into them deep. But I love everything about what I know about this series, so yeah. I cannot wait for it to come to Switch. Speaking of disappointing phone ports of Nintendo games, yeah, I never <laughs> I tried Fire Emblem Warriors for like uh, four months, so I would heartily disagree with you. I really didn't like it at all. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I just have a low tolerance for. Uh, like some of those similar mobile games where it's clearly like anytime it's clearly like, Hey, do you want to spend money on this? I'm, I'm, yeah. my brain just goes, Nope. And then I, <laughs> I, I almost automatically stop playing it. So I, I've played all of those Nintendo games from maybe like an, like mobile from maybe an hour tops, even, even Pokemon go, which probably I played for the, for more than any of them else. I, I played it for maybe two hours. I think Mario Run is the best of those that they've done personally. I don't think it's like actually that great, but I do think that with them, since it was just a, hey, buy this thing and play through it, it was actually pretty yeah. fun for what it was, uh, even reasonable. though it could have been, yeah. Hey, kitty cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's bedtime, unfortunately, so I'm actually going to have to go. Um, okay. I didn't realize how late it was. Um, we can, kitty cat uh... needs to go to bed, and I'm in kitty cat's bedroom. Okay, um, but I'm going to send you guys my list of predictions, which you could talk about. Sure. Yeah. Bad. Okay. Uh, good. Good. Sounds good. Have a good night. All right. So I sent that over. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'll have to love you and leave you guys. But uh, I'll see <laughs> you again next week uh, or in between. All right. All right. And, good night. Uh, see you then. You can find me on the internet. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay. So, what do you think the likelihood of Tamadachi life getting a resurgence is? It's almost uh, zero. Really? I, how well did that actually sell? I mean, I, I feel like that's one of those things that I, I heard about when it first when they first released, and then maybe like a few months later, nobody was talking about it. So that is that is such a weird poll, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually we've talked enough now that I'm not at all surprised that you went with that poll <laughs> well, I mean it's not like it's a super old thing I'm just like I don't even think about Tomodachi well, I, I never played it I was but... thinking yeah. the, the way the, the the brain worked there was thinking about the mobile games that Nintendo did oh, and there was yeah, that yeah. there mm-hmm. was that kind of Tomodachi Life is-esque game I forget what it was called now I played yeah, it Mitomo. yeah Mitomo. Oh, yeah, Mitomo. yeah I played that a decent amount and it was pretty bad uh, yeah, but Tomodachi Life was interesting enough, I guess. Now, okay. Since we're on the topic, what is their next mobile game? Oh, okay, mm, that's a good question. A very good question. Um, I could almost see something Pokemon related, only because Pokemon Go has kind of fallen off a little bit in how people, how crazy people are about it. And furthermore, that game was never a Nintendo game. That is the most separated from Nintendo. I know we all know that, but was, that was the most yeah. separated from Nintendo yeah. game that has released with their name anywhere on it. So it was, it was also, I think you could. It was also barely a game. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Um, it's uh, so I, I actually could definitely see them um, if we get Pokemon news. Which the other day I was pretty 
cold on that actually happening, but the more I've thought about it, the more I think that's probably a likelihood. Um, just based on the response to Pokemon Tournament last year, I think they probably have pushed that more than I was thinking they would have. And I think that is a case for a mobile game coming out. Maybe even that's sort of the focus of their Pokemon talk, is they say, here's a little bit, here's, here's deeper information on the Pokemon Switch game. Also, we were excited to show you this Pokemon mobile game. And then Pokemon, Pokemon Breeder. And you've got something a... like that. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, and I could see it having integration with the, at the full game uh, as well. They, yeah, or they've even, done stuff like that before. Yeah, even if they had some kind of more comprehensive app that um, worked with, because there's always been this thing of like pulling your Pokemon up through different the different DS games. Yeah, um, oh my god, the way they do it for the it's 3DS terrible, is awful. Yeah, and if they did some kind of app that said, "Hey, link your 3DS, like link your Nintendo account to this, and this will be the way you transfer Pokemon forward," that could be a, an interesting thing. I think they charge you money bad. for that. They do. Yeah. I've yep. I've paid it. I I don't like paying that. Um, I always just start fresh because I it just I takes me yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I, yeah. Yeah, I did it to save. Um, I got a couple of those uh, event Pokemon where you could go into like a GameStop and they had a code for a legendary. Mm-hmm. So I was like, but what if I'll never get those legendaries? Even though I don't think I've used those since I put them in the put them in their Pokemon box. Um, yeah. But I, I actually just looked up. Apparently, Tomodachi Life is the uh, ninth best-selling 3DS game. Holy crap. Uh, really? Yeah. It, it has, uh, let's see, it sold uh, 5.93 million copies. Wow. Which, um, yeah, which is, I, I had no idea. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I, I don't think that's a, I, I, was, I was assuming that it didn't sell that great, but it sold a lot, so... You know, That's never crazy. say never to more Tomodachi Mies, life, I guess. The Mies are such like a small part of the, uh, the Switch. Switch. That's true. Like, not, not to say that they couldn't, you know, make a more of a thing. Like, I mean, the avatars on Xbox are still there somewhere deep in there. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, could... I, I personally I have no interest in it, but I neither it, do it I. Could happen. Nintendo's weird like that. Yeah. In terms of stuff that I could see coming to mobile, something like one of the WarioWare type games, I could totally see being a thing. Like That'd just a, be bunch, rad. a bunch of mini games. People can make their own mini games and share them among Facebook friends or something like that. Like a, a WarioWare DIY or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Or Rhythm Heaven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so l- okay, let's talk about E3. E3. Um. Pokemon. Is that where? Maybe I. Like if if they're going to show Pokemon, usually yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think Fire Emblem and Pokemon are probably the two big things I expect at E3 at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see them maybe. I don't think they'll have anything concrete about Smash, but I could see them do like a, we haven't forgotten about you for Smash. Yeah. Um, if, mm. I, I don't know how much of they, that they would, though. I just know that um, watching every, like, watching all the Nintendo stuff about E3 last year, Every single comment was about yeah. Smash, and I know that they're, 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 Nintendo is not necessarily the company that's going to hold themselves beholden to the uh, internet comments, but they have to know that people want Smash when they're and they're looking so, for well, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I would say about that is, if they don't show Smash, it is a brand new game, like one hundred percent brand new. Uh, yeah. 
And whereas if they show it at this point, I, I would assume it's a remaster or like, you know, a smash DX or whatever. Um, yeah. Smash 4DX, which, you know, isn't a problem. That game, I like that game. Uh, Smash but... 4 is pretty good, but um, I the, the thing that, if, if they show anything at all, the only thing I assume that he'll be is just, like, at the end of some presentation, they show the Smash logo. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's all you really need to show for people to go nuts. Or they just to be, like, Smash, but for Switch. Or that they just show that Blackbird saying, let me smash, and then saying Becky a bunch. <laughs> what? Oh, I'll send this to the group if you guys haven't seen this. Uh, it's going to be a turquoise Jeep. Uh, Flint Flossie is going to come out and he's going to say, I want to smash and bang. <laughs> I want to smang. Uh, yeah. Smang um, Brothers look, 4. <laughs> looking at this list of for E3, uh, Detective Pikachu was confirmed oh for the for. Uh, North America release. Yeah. So I I assume that they are going to show something about that at, at E3. I forgot about Danny um, Pikachu. Always Sunny's on hiatus, so Danny DeVito's got time. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we can't do this. <laughs> I would really love to see another um, 2D Zelda. Like they did a really really great job mm. with uh, yeah. A Link Between Worlds. So. I'd love to see what they I actually am with you on that. I think that they I think that that'll probably be the next Zelda thing you see is a, is something 2D. I, I could see that in 2019 maybe. Maybe. I could see it talked I, about at E3 though. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah. right that it wouldn't come out. Yeah, I, I could I could see it released 2019. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was like yeah. a minish cap style thing like kind of like those old GBA games but Yeah, we'll see. Give me give me GBA on the virtual console. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, I hope they'll bring up the virtual console. I it, I think it. I feel like if they bring up virtual console, it's going to be one of those, and it's available mm-hmm. tomorrow or right now, mm-hmm. kind of a virtual console thing. Um. Uh, Star, Fo- I, Star Fox Two is it launches on the virtual console. Oh. For, well, I could see him doing that. Do you think at E three they talk about their online service? Oh yeah. They've Probably. talked about it already. Like I think they've detailed pricing and stuff like that. They have, but they just think, haven't really done much with it yet. Yeah. I, isn't it supposed to go... Aren't we supposed to start paying before E3? Well, they say that right now you get access to all of the features of it for the moment, but it, yeah. there's not really any features implemented <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, you won't get what you'll have to pay for chat and stuff, right? Or something? I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, oh, might be, according to Destructoid, it might be getting a delay, at least for Italy. Oh, well, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, Literally, the headline yeah. is Nintendo's paid online service might be getting a delay, and then the first line or like the header is at least for Italy. <laughs> well, <laughs> they got you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The biggest thing that I, I'd like to see is something totally unexpected like something either brand new new ip Mm. that like we never would see coming or just uh like one of their super old franchises that we haven't heard from in a really long time like ice climbers getting something really baller Mm. (laughs) that'd be pretty good um yeah i i feel like nintendo's at their best when they're not necessarily playing to uh what everybody Mm. wants from them or is expecting from them but when they just decide to do 
their own thing. I mean, would anybody have really predicted the Switch before the Switch came out? And now I, I love my Switch. Um, I feel like that's what everyone was saying about like all of the all of the manufacturers was like it's gonna be like a portable slash a con- like a TV console. And like you I know, think like the real details were kind of like ephemeral, but everyone was like, Oh, that's gotta be like the thing. They're just gonna make one. I think the surprise of... really was how well Nintendo made it work. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're yeah. super right, but that, that is absolutely for sure because they are That's... always kind of weird with hard, hardware since the yeah. N64. That's true. It's I, that that is the biggest thing about the Switch for me too is just that um, every, like whenever I play it, I feel like I'm in one of the Switch commercials. <laughs> like I mean, I mean, there have been several times where I've had it hooked up to my TV and I realize, oh, I have to go do something, so then I pick it up at the dock and then I play it on the bus or whatever, and then. <laughs> Play it with my friends with the jo- separate Joy-Cons. I'm like, okay, I'm living in their commercials. I haven't been invited to any rooftop parties yet, but help in 2018. In the middle of winter. Yeah, it's not not here. There's no rooftop parties here no. uh, for the next few months. Um, my, my biggest hope right now is uh, that they'll finally bring up Virtual Console. And my pipe dream is GameCube Virtual Console. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, I think my conspiracy theory is that they're not going to do a virtual console for Switch um, because of the classic editions of consoles. And that I hope I'm wrong, but that's kind of where I was leaning towards, too. That, but if they do is, it, I think yeah. GameCube is a must. Yeah, I the thing that makes me um, hope for it is is just uh, there There are a lot of reasons that they didn't want to do or they couldn't do the vir- GameCube as a virtual console for uh, Wii U. Um, and a lot of that had to do with the controller and the um, triggers. But if, if you have separate Joy-Cons, that's no longer an issue. I, I don't know if that... And, and so my like little pipe dream theory is that they'll do some sort of... Um, bundle where you can get uh two joy cons that have that are specifically gamecube geared but then have a remaster of something like uh super mario sunshine uh with it i have no idea i doubt i i have no idea how close to being accurate that is it's probably not but that's my little people a bad game (laughs) i like that game but i i realized part of that is because i'm very nostalgic for the gamecube um but my biggest, uh, I, I've told you guys this before, but my biggest hope is uh, somewhere getting some playable version on a modern console of Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. Because mm. that is p- pretty much my favorite game Agreed. of all time. That would and, be a fantastic one. And if I had that on my Switch, I'd be like, well, I'm going to play this a thousand times. So, yeah, <laughs> so I mean... sorry, other games. Um, but... Yeah. Do we want to, let's move through... Uh... Unless someone else has something to say about virtual console stuff. If if we were doing GameCube, I would just hope for Eternal Darkness. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, was that a Silicon Knights game? It was. Who made that? It was Dennis Dyack. Then you'll you'll never see it. <laughs> it is the best Silicon Knights game. It is. You'll still never see it. Yeah. Or F Zero. Uh, New F Zero. But anyways. Yeah, like well, that what is it? Redout, uh, that uh, the there was that on... like F Zero esque game on the Switch, oh, which totally yeah. seemed like a hey, let us make an F Zero game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called, but the GameCube one was GX, uh, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, because there's a game yeah. on the Switch that is very F Zero S. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I think it's Red Out or something. It uh, is Red Out. It's a little bit more Wipeout than F Zero, though. Actually, yeah, I mean, but, it's I mean, so similar that. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea, but... yeah, because they're not just going to make F Zero and it, but with like a different name. I think maybe I don't know, <laughs> but they could totally be like, hey, we want to make an F Zero game, and people would probably get excited about that. Uh, what do we? What are our thoughts on Metroid Four? getting a date or like do we get footage hmm. would that be a 2d um, metro or sorry metroid metroid prime 4 oh metroid um, prime 4 yeah metroid prime. all right i i'd assume we'd get at least something after they teased it last year um how much i have no idea do we think it's a this year game or do we think it's a 2019 game <laughs> that's tough that is really tough. Since, I think they'd so, like it this year, but if we get it this year. year. Yeah. Since all they showed was a tr- like a logo. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, at E3, so, I would I would bet maybe I could see spring uh, 2019 maybe. My uh, my take on Metroid Prime 4 is that it's actually been in development for a pretty long time, um, but that they've had a lot of false starts on it. And so I think if it comes out this year, that would be like, I, I think it could, I could see it happening, but I don't know that it'll be a great game in either case. Um, I'm kind of concerned about that game. They, I could see it uh, maybe being their big, if if they have, like you said, had like a bunch of a long development cycle on, I could see it maybe in uh, filling their like holiday release spot mm-hmm. but that's what i was wondering Met- um, metroid games don't sell that well no they're fan like, favorites but you're right they don't it, sell yeah yeah, yeah they're they're like cult games uh so yeah i don't i don't know if like that actually fills their need for having like a big like a mario type game yeah Much i don't like, think it's yeah yeah i don't think it's going to be their big mario type game but one of the great things about the switch uh in 2017 was just how like pretty perfectly timed a lot of their releases were it felt like they had a decent substantive release pretty much every month Mm -hmm. um so i could see this this being like look at our great release for like even something like december after if like november is the big look this is the holiday type mario release um but I don't know if it would be necessarily their big like push for a game in the same vein of like mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Um, uh, Bayonetta, or do you have something else mm-hmm. to say about Metroid? Well, I was just going to say uh, it's it's not being developed by Retro, right? No, I don't think so. Or no. maybe that is because the two D one. Uh, it's uh, I'm I'm looking at it on the. Uh, a Metroid wiki, and it's <laughs> then the 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 wiki uh, listing for developer is quote unquote talented new development team. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so not retro. It's so just, not retro. Yeah, it's, it's like internal Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So, um. So then we've got Bayonetta. I think that is a 2018 game. I think. Uh, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, think, and think, like you know, they released yeah. the. Uh, the collection of one and two in the in the spring get people excited 
so they can play through them and then holidays roll around and you got Bayonetta 3. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta 2 was like a September release, so I think September, October isn't like too far out of line. Yeah, I'd say no, I'd say November, December for Bayonetta 3 if I oh, were yeah. going to guess. But... Should right. I go back and yeah. play those games? Yeah, they're great. They're pretty I'd good. say so, yeah. Like, do you, do you like platinum craziness? Yes, I do. Then yes. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on Bayonetta? Other than I want um, it. Nope. I, I, think, I think you're on the... <laughs> I, you're, you're completely right, though, that I could definitely see them releasing it this year just because they would. you wouldn't want to release Bayonetta uh, 1 and 2 and then go, 3 is going to be some time for, so people forget about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, okay, do we get a Pokemon tease of actual gameplay? Because the last time we heard about Pokemon, it was a guy sitting in a chair saying... <laughs> We're trying new stuff. Uh, it's going to be unlike any other Pokemon game we've made. Uh, I can't remember everything he said, but it sounded like, you know, it's going to be ambitious and kind of what people have wanted for a long time. I- I'm assuming so. short teaser, but not necessarily like full gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, what kind of form do we think that game takes? Because like, I think Breath of the Wild, as much as I didn't like it, I think Breath of the Wild world with like filled with Pokemon and like towns to go to would be amazing. Uh, yep. Did, did any of you guys play um, Pokemon <coughs> Coliseum on GameCube? Yes, that's a great game. It is a really good game. And I, I, I'm wondering if that might be kind of a um, some something similar to that. Uh Based on the way they talked about it, I don't think so. Because, like, they were talking, like, mainline Pokemon game. And, like, I yeah. don't think those are considered mainline Pokemon games. So, Coliseum yeah. was kind of, like, it was... Uh, did you play it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, play, I played some of those GameCube ones. There were a few kind of like it. I didn't play all of it, but I played part of it. I think that it'll probably be a little bit less... Uh... <clears throat> What what I would like to see, my dream thing for them to add to Pokemon is for it to be kind of fully 3D, like you're saying, in a Breath of the Wild-style engine. Um, I don't think it needs to be as open-world-y as Breath of the Wild. I think it actually should probably still maintain the same system of zones that you load between, yeah. uh, personally, because um, I think that that's important to the way that Pokemon works. What I would really like to see is if they could find a way to make the battles happen seamlessly on the map as you're running around and then to do full animation for those battles in a way that they still haven't really done where they've actually like rather than just like running up and doing a thing and then running back if it, they were able to make them more dynamic in the way that okay. they look so like that would be really cool i think so like nino kuni yeah that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking a, a little bit yeah not 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 super different than that to be yeah. honest okay to just make the combat system better than that damn game. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pokemon's combat's fine, and I think I don't know how you manage right. it. I think it's still turn-based either way. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know how you do that, but I think that they could figure it out. Uh, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, I didn't play Sun or Moon or any of those because I don't have a 3DS anymore, but interested. Detective um, Pikachu. <laughs> or, no? It's Pokemon? Oh, no, just that uh, Sun and Moon, I, th- I feel like were a good step in they're not completely different but they did enough to shake up the formula that yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they go next they're 
seriously limited by the hardware they are making the games on and by like only making them mobile games. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with more freedom. Uh, For sure. In that way. Detective Pikachu. Is this just going to be like a Phoenix Wright game? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, man. I, yeah. That game seems amazing and so weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Hmm. And there's that movie, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Do, do they get yeah. Ryan Reynolds to be Detective Pikachu in the game? I don't know. I just hope that? it's Danny DeVito. I know it's the joke, but like, <laughs> he would be so perfect for it. It'd be so good. Uh, yeah. We kind of talked about uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, so, okay, so either we get some in January... March, because usually they do one around March, or E3. Do you think E3 is the time for Animal Crossing, or sooner, later? Probably E3? I don't know. Okay. Probably E3, Others? and they have, like, a KK Slider party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so you know how Nintendo likes to do, like, their booth theme stuff? What if, like, yeah. the what if their booth was just the Animal Crossing Village? <laughs> oh, cute. That would be neat. Uh, uh, like, you know, it's not like... Usually they do it with their big tentpole games like they did uh, Zelda the one year. And then did they do Mario last year? Or was it something else? I don't remember. I don't um, remember either. They could, they, I could see them doing like a, <coughs> a thing like that. Uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, I could, I could see that showing up uh, there or sooner hard to say we might get more details there or something smash we talked about that if it's not shown there it is a brand new game in my opinion uh shimigami tensei release oh, window yeah. shimigami tensei would be great i, I think it's announced I, wasn't that announced was it? like at the uh i think it was announced when the uh at the launch or not the launch, the uh, like you, reveal. You might be right. Because like, yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. Shin Megami yeah. Tensei Five had a switch. Yeah. Okay, in that so, case, that'll be great. Uh, Sam wrote down Persona Five Scarlet. I, I guess that's like Persona Five, Persona Four Golden. But there's no way that shows up on the Switch because no. Sony has the, the Persona license. Yeah, like except the, like the, or like the mainline ones because I will probably get. Well, because they've announced Dancing Sun Moon or what Sun Night someday. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like uh, Persona Q, like that kind of thing, like a Netrian Odyssey yeah. style game. I could totally see that showing up. Yeah, yeah, I'd love it on Switch, but I I don't really see it. Yeah, that also took a while from like Persona 4's release, but I guess Persona Four took like, took a while to take off, whereas Persona Five was hit the ground running with like its popularity. But I don't think we see anything persona related with, uh, especially if they've got Shimigami Tensai stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, it Sam, could happen. But... Sam says a message, sends a message saying, has anyone said mother four yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, people still ask about mother three all the time. So yeah. If they wanted something like kind of explosive, they could do that, but yeah, I, I doubt it. Explosive to a very small audience. 
<laughs> right, right, right. That's true. I mean, I, I guess they they have done that before too, because I, I feel like they wanted, I don't know, they, they occasionally throw a bone to the kind of cult audiences, but but people yeah. still are asking about Mother Three, but so then uh, Sam's pipe dreams. I'm gonna yes. include Persona Five in his pipe dreams because that's insane. Bravely <laughs> uh, yeah. Default Collection. I I could see them doing that if they're doing The World Ends with You. Uh, Bravely Default Collection. Mother Four. There we said it. Star Fox Adventures Two and Majora's Mask Remastered. I... <laughs> don't, don't 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 do that. I, they, they did the Majora's Mask is a great game. I don't. They did. The, uh, I could see. No, no. I could see them putting. <laughs> I. What if they did like a Master Quest thing, for the for the Switch? They've already like done like the, kind of retooled them for like the 3DS. And like, I think what, they just did that. To be honest with, with you, I actually think that that's part of why you won't see uh, the Virtual Console stuff. I think that what they'll probably do is with they'll keep releasing the classic editions of consoles, and with games like that. I could totally see a 3D Zelda collection of some kind coming out yeah. with some retooling, but mostly just some remastering. Because they already have the Wind Waker remastered, and like you said, they redid Ocarina and Majora's Mask for, uh, for 3DS. 3DS. So, yeah. yeah, I think uprezzing that stuff, porting it, is makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I I know I'd buy it, so <laughs> I can't It'll even help be... help sell more Amiibos. Yeah. I can't even be... Uh... Can't even complain because I would buy that 3D Zelda in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, uh, Majora's Mask is the third best Zelda game, so that I think track that, that <laughs> second, or, second or third. Yeah, 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 yeah. That tracks. I think nice. we might disagree on the uh, first and second. We probably would, but let's just celebrate <laughs> the things that we agree on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's okay. So, what are everyone's hopes and dreams for Nintendo this year? What or what do you hope to see or get? I think that Pokemon thing that I kind of was outlining my vision of Pokemon is the thing that I would I would adore. I mean, I've wanted to like that series. That was one of the first video game series I got really invested in as a kid. I wanted. I'd really like to see that get like come back in the way I always wanted it to and they've gotten close with Sun and Moon and over the years it's always but I've never gotten hooked like I did back then again I would just I would love to see them do some form of uh, subscription old game service you pay five dollars a month and you get access to the whole NES library or something like that that would sure. be pretty sweet like especially for a, if you're using your switch as a mobile console like I think that would be ideal mm-hmm I don't know if they let you download though. You might have to stream them. Mm. I mean, uh, Nintendo's the, weird. It's a, it's so a that's close the only reason I say that. <laughs> I can see them doing something really weird, like you can only download them to the internal storage rather than putting them on an SD card. Oh. And mm. then, and that's then almost worse. Yeah, I mean, and then and then saying you know, uh, like having content licenses on those so that maybe you can only download a certain number at a time or something. I think it'd be dumb that way, but I do. Think that that's the kind of weird solution Nintendo would probably come up and with. It, yeah, a Nintendo right. like solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that being said, so that and cloud saves would be my two things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, uh, 
I am really nostalgic for GameCube games. So either Virtual Console or um, full remasters of uh, like Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door is my number one wish. But uh, the other one I'd like would be Beautiful. I liked that game a lot. Yeah. And uh, I, it's been a while. So <laughs> That Switch seems like the perfect platform for Capcom to bring back Beautiful Joe. It really does. Um, and I did I did a quick um, Google search and um, Hideki Kamiya, who was the, who made it, he, he's interested in it for mm. remaking it for the Switch. So it, I guess it's all on Capcom if they want to, but. Yeah, uh, he's busy with uh, Kamiya, I think is, isn't he the Bayonetta guy? He is the Bayonetta guy. Um, yeah, so he's working on that right now, but maybe. I, I, it'd, it'd be cool yeah. to see. It'd be very cool to see, and I think it is a really good platform for for it. So um, that and Thousand Year Door are my two biggest wishes. Not not a new Paper Mario? You want Thousand Year uh, Door? I mean, I, I, in theory, I'd like a new Paper Mario, but uh, I, I still haven't played um, the Wii U one. I, I don't know if I will, if I want to pull it up. Uh, it's supposed to be better than Sticker Star, but that's not a high bar at all. Yeah, that's not, that's not saying much. Sticker Star was bad, and uh, I've heard Color Splash is supposed to be better, but I I just really like the... I like Mario RPGs a lot. Um, I'm also a big uh, Mario and Luigi um, fan. So it's one of those... If if they got a good Mario RPG and they emphasized, look, this is going to be very um, story-heavy in a way that like the way that a uh, thousand year door was, and then just that it was a full RPG rather than just being kind of watered down. I yeah. I'd be really into it, but considering what they've done with the Paper Mario franchise, uh, since I don't, I I'd almost rather have the that thousand year door. Okay. Uh, here's a question: How long until we see Resident Evil Four on the N- Nintendo Switch? Ooh. <laughs> That's a really good question, actually. I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I bet it's on every other console. It's on every other console. It's it's everywhere. It it is is. certainly capable of playing that game. Yes. To be fair, the Wii version of Resident Evil 4 was the best one. It was. That that was great. It was great. That was where I played it. Yeah. Like, I would probably buy that game a third time. I bought it on GameCube, PS3, and now I I would probably buy it again for the Switch. Because that game's real good. If they could integrate some of the Wii features that they did with the Joy-Con pointing somehow, mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool. Because yeah. it actually had cool pointing stuff uh, mm-hmm. with the way that it worked. That, that was the best Wii. aiming system they ever had for that game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that That's not my like pipe dream because that is definitely going to happen at some point probably. But I, my stuff is I want to see Smash uh, preferably a new one just because if they put out Smash 4 DX. They're not going to make a new Smash for the Switch, probably, or it'll be a really long time. But also, it could be cool just to have all the DLC people, so maybe Smash DX is the way to go. I don't know. And then, to see whatever they do with Pokemon, because yeah. Also, weirdly, in that mini-direct, no 3DS stuff. I I thought that was interesting, too. Yeah, I'm not not surprised, though. No, I mean they've got to cut it off at some point, but I'm surprised there was nothing. Not even. Yeah, like, I'm really not... happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not terribly surprised. I I know that they said when 
the Switch launched that, oh, the 3DS and the Switch will be co-current, but uh, who, I, I don't really expect that. So We have a someone... console for the people who can't be connected all the time. The 3DS. <laughs> I have the, the new 3DS XL, whatever the... Mm -hmm. um, like the, the 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 last one that they did, last revision that they did, and it's a great handheld. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, they need to leave, let it go with that. Yeah, and... yeah. I have the I have the new 2DS XL, and I really mm -hmm. like it. Um, and I still play it pretty frequently. Um, I I I did actually just buy a game for it. Uh, the new style savvy game, uh, it's, but it's a which is a surprisingly good series, but. Um, I, I think they just don't, they they were a little bit hesitant to completely cut it off because the there's just so many 3ds's hanging around that oh, yeah. you don't want to tell everybody who has a 3ds hey we're never gonna do that but considering how great the switch sales have been they're probably less worried about that at this point yeah and also like the intent the 3ds library is so huge that like it you would be hard pressed to like have played everything on there and oh for sure so like oh i'm not getting new games well, go play the games you didn't play they're cheap and yeah go play style let savvy it, let it there you go go play the style savvy series very good <laughs> alice and seal of approval yes they're surprisingly good uh so yeah uh, does anyone else have anything they want to talk about you know what i'd like to see come but i don't think is ever going to happen Hmm. They made like a an arcade version of Luigi's Mansion, and what? I'd like to actually be able to play through that whole thing <laughs> instead of just in arcade in an arcade setting. But I don't cool. think that's ever gonna happen for me. <laughs> I don't it know does if I've sound ever like seen a that. pipe dream, but it sounds like a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe my pipe dream is a re-release of Pipe Dream. Ha ha ha! <laughs> how how is there? How is there not a like a Mario game called like Mario and Luigi Pipe Dream or something? That's like a LucasArts game. I don't think is they're it? gonna be uh, able to. Yeah. Call up Disney. One of them can buy the other <laughs> out. <laughs> oh man! If Disney buys Nintendo, that'll be the worst. Hank Hill in Super Smash Brothers Four. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think. I think because of how well, like, if the Switch hadn't done as well as it did, that you probably that that would have been something on the table for 2020. But there, based on how good the Switch well, is, there was some article I read uh, that was uh, like, "Here's how much money Nintendo has in the bank. They could take a 27 million dollar loss every year for like the next 50 <laughs> years and be okay." Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they, something like, something insane. That's yeah, crazy. they have they have that really good. Um, Backuping, so like they could have a couple more Wii U's and still be okay. And the Wii U, I want to say, is a while ago, so I don't remember if I'm totally right, but I believe the Wii U was the first console that they ever sold where they actually took a hit on the hardware. Yep. Um, nice. That yeah. is typical of Sony and Microsoft. They're always taking a loss on every piece of hardware they sell, um, but uh, uh, Nintendo never did. So mm -hmm. they just all that Wii money was actual. Like profit, they didn't. They weren't yeah. losing money on those consoles. Yeah. To, 
if I'm completely honest, I'm so surprised that Nintendo pulled it off <laughs> and that we're sitting here talking about how exci- like how excited we are for the next year, given yep, absolutely what a like just a f- like just what a spark the Wii was like it just had its moment in the limelight and everyone bought it and played Wii Sports and then threw it in the dumpster and then Wii U just totally whiffed. But yep. now, but yeah. now they're back on top, and I think that's like super amazing. Yeah. And, and I think the, you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, just just even the fact that they can say that the uh, Switch sold uh, is a faster selling console than the Wii is kind of ridiculous and amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's the craziest part. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, and I mean, I, yeah, I doubt it reaches Wii U like lifetime sales numbers because like nothing is going to catch the zeitgeist like that did. But <laughs> yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think the interesting thing too is really if you want to really go back, uh, like, and I don't mean this as a as like a controversial hot take or anything because I love pretty much all of their consoles up to the Wii, but the GameCube and Nintendo sixty four had a lot of problems too. Oh yeah, like yeah. The, the last the the last consoles that they had that were kind of universally fantastic home consoles were was the Super Nintendo really, um, so. Yeah. It's pretty impressive that they were able to get, and it's interesting that they they have always made solid handhelds. So it's interesting to me that by turning the handheld into the home console, that's what did it. By <laughs> uh, yeah, but what, what I'm saying, like, I don't think that'll catch the Wii lifetime sales numbers. Like, there's no way that the Switch appeals to those like obscure, yeah. like elderly demographics. You know, yeah. you don't have like whole nursing homes playing like Switches. They don't no, not playing one two Switch. <laughs> but but I, I think mean, maybe you could get them into it. But but I mean, like for especially a lot of those sales, uh, especially console sales um, for the Wii. How many of those consoles bought a game beyond like Wii Sports or? Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that is like a knock yeah. against the. I'm just right. I, I, I faster I, selling, but it's not going to reach those. Yeah, I totally agree. I I just think that maybe. Um, like in the long run, the switch could even could be considered more, even more profitable than the based on Wii. software sales. Based off, yeah, Maybe. soft because Maybe. I yeah I imagine the switch the average switch owner is probably going to buy more games for it than the average Wii owner. Yeah, yeah. I think you're totally, totally right. guessing that. Yeah, you're totally right. They've also, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, like they've actually got third party support <laughs> for. <laughs> Like this, is, usually Nintendo gets like you know they get some ports at the at the start of the console or whatever, but yeah. they've it seems like they're getting some better third party support than previously like, and like more interesting games for the first time since the SNES, basically. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and they've sort of taken the only reason that I think you maybe will see. I think you're right right now that the Switch is not the kind of thing that you see in nursing homes. I actually could see that eventually changing um, maybe a little bit because. They with the Wii, they took the stance of like, let's release the console that everyone is like that appeals to everyone, that didn't appeal to people who really love video games. Um, <clears throat> and they've kind of with the Wii U, they just it was a mess. Their whole strategy was a mess with that thing. But with the Switch, they kind of took the opposite approach, where they went games first and like heavier games first. Uh, and so I wonder if as they continue to fill to, to like sate people like us with those kinds of games if they'll also start looking at ways like I could see a Wii Sports collection being released for the Switch or um, and and more like you know something that's fitness focused and stuff like that I could kind of see those things happening over time we once there's it. an established base of core gamers that have uh, that have Switches in their homes 
Yeah, I'm just I'm sure there are plenty of old people still using their Wii's happily. Yeah. So they, yep. they, they oh. I think you're right. See the point of getting a new thing. Yeah, I think that would be the barrier for that. Yeah. Yep. They're all still playing Wii music and Wii Fit. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a Wii music port to the Switch. I think that'd be neat. That thing was dumb, but it was fun. <laughs> or how about a Brain Age? Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I I I actually um like a Wii Sports Resort would be would be a fun port to the Switch. So this I is think, sorry. Please go ahead, Pat. Oh, I was just gonna say I think that they have to uh, if they really want to continue to push this like uh, that notion of uh, uh, like pull it out of a party and play. I don't think people are actually gonna continue to do that with something like 2K. So <laughs> uh, they need more of those kind of games, and I actually think that you'll probably see a Mario Party in the next year uh, that really tries for that reason, too. Yeah. I think we've probably wrung our predictions pretty dry, but this is more of a general Nintendo question. Have any mm-hmm. of you guys ever really, really liked Pilot Wings? Yes. <laughs> it never, I don't know, it never hit for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think it's very good, but I really, really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think it has ever been really very good, but I really liked it. I also think the first one's the best one too. Yeah. I would love it if they made any black <laughs> <laughs> If that's the answer you're trying to get somebody. Oh, Andre, I don't think we're hearing you, friend. I, I think I saw his mouth moving. Yeah. There we, there we go. go. Oh, I had my my microphone was muted. Oh, no problem. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I just want to dump in the dark on the switch, dude. Uh, <laughs> game of the year every year. Yep. I, I am I am honestly <laughs> strongly considering buying this. I think oh, you can watch on. it on YouTube uh, and you would have the same experience. More power uh, to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, I can't. Oh man. <laughs> Part of me almost wants to offer to stream it with you, but like, I think I would hate myself. But like I I appreciate their dedication to their to everything on the Steam page. <laughs> committed a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, oh man, okay. Well I'll I'll, I'll consider it. It's oh, on man. sale right now. For, sorry. It's only it's hundred and two yen. So that's like uh, less than a dollar. I'm sorry. I- one more note about a dump in the dark because I own the game. <laughs> I, I, I get the recent news just by hovering over it. And the most recent yeah. news was titled from the moist darkness into the frothy light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's, uh, and then before that, uh, this Halloween <laughs> clenched tight. <laughs> I don't um, like this. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm reading this more. Why early access? We decided to go early access because we are wanting to deliver a little more of a load than we first intended without keeping y'all waiting any longer for the smooth, creamy delights we have in store. <laughs> so wait, if you feel it's... compelled, clap your cheeks together, hop on board, and prepare. It's oh, time. God. Word. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's like do you think there's people that have this played this game that are like really into it? Like really into it? Uh, probably. I don't <laughs> want to think Alex, about that. 
Alex, are you like averse to toilet humor in general, or is no. it just a bad game? It's just a bad game. Like, I think toilet okay. humor can be good if it's funny, but <laughs> this game is just not good. <laughs> like, is it so bad it's good? Because it it's, seems like it might be. <laughs> it's profoundly confusing. <laughs> uh, mm. um, I'll, I'll, I'll report back. Yeah, we'll hear from you next week if you end up playing it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Mm. Okay, well, if that is all, uh, then we will wrap up. I, know, I was going to prepare a thing with my uh, social media on it, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W on Twitter. Uh, Alex? You can Google me. Find you? you can Google me. I'm, okay. I'm on the internet. Okay. Uh, what, a full name? Alex? Alexandre G. Gélina. Okay, is is that how is that French? I don't know. Yes, it's it is. Canadian, probably. Uh, the next, Allison. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, you can find me at uh, W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y on Twitter, um, and I'm going to be trying to do some more blogging recently, so I can I'll plug that next time. Okay, and Erica. Um, you can find me on Twitch every night. Um, twitch.tv slash zupadupa x-u-p-a-h-d-u-p-a-h um, we're playing Yakuza 0 right now um, and uh, my other podcast is called Tempered Expectations you can watch that too if you want or you can listen to that too on iTunes and SoundCloud it's pretty great Okay, and uh, Pat you can find me at JesterPC uh, on Twitch and Twitter all right, that will do it for this episode of, as of yet, untitled, secretly steamed Hams Radio. We <laughs> we all love memes here. Memes are my favorite. We're dabbing into the night. Yes, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Stay safe. Have a good one. Yeah. Stay new to your pets. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>